Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. is going on everyone welcome to another awesome stupendous magnificent episode of elder scrolls off the record a quest gaming network production available for download on the itunes stitcher radio app and of course our website questgamingnetwork.com today is mid dust the Second Seed, the Sixth, and I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and the best friend of Mr. Softy, Evarwin. Yay! Hey! And, uh, and I am joined by Hell in High Heels herself, Liz, Mistress LeBeau. I kind of like that. I haven't worn high heels in years, though. Well, not Hi! Hi! How you doing over there? I'm all right. I'm all right. Are you wearing high heels now? I am barefooted. Oh, okay. So now you just bring hell with you. Yes. <laughs> See. <laughs> See. Ah, yes. Yeah. And of course, the man who could turn an army at the mention of his name, Rob Rage Philosophy. Hey, you in the green. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing doing well. I'm doing well. You're doing I well. My, I, yeah, I got my coffee. I got uh, uh, yeah, I got nothing but my coffee. So. What <laughs> what army did we turn at the mention of your name just now? What, what do you think? No, oh, I don't know. That was always my big joke. It's like uh, you know, going to an army base and yelling, "Hey, you in the green!" You know, see how many people actually turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and he gazed into the untempered schism, and it drove him mad. Mike, the Tamrielic historian. Your shirt drove me mad, uh-huh. and not him. Ah, ah! You got the reference. You got the reference. <laughs> wow, that went totally over my head. That was a little too nerdy, I think. Every one of these is a is a Doctor Who reference. Except for Mr. Oh, Saucy. yay! Yeah. Oh, this made me happy. Yeah, that's why I called you Hell in High Heels because well, you could have called me Mrs. Robinson. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> too generic, you know the. The 11th Doctor. The nose, the legs, and Mrs. Roberts. <laughs> How you doing over there, Mike? <laughs> I'm good. Good. How you doing? How's that untempered schism doing today? Uh, I closed it because uh, it was really pissing me off. Yeah, I can understand that. It's like you're a master. Oh, it just rolls and rolls. and Someone's got their TV on in the background. They could get lower. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah that, awesome. that, that would be me. Uh, hey. oh, I thought that Rage was playing harmonica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I am that awesome. I can play a harmonica with my mind. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at it. 
it just Starts plays playing. itself. So. Uh, Liz, who's uh, who's sponsoring us this week? That. Hey, there we, you go. <laughs> we're sponsored by tweaked.io.com. For, go there for quality headphones, free worldwide shipping, and 30% off with our code off the record, all one word, at tweaked.io.com. I wonder if they would be better than these ones I've got, because, yeah, my stuff on my phone isn't very loud. Do they make them louder? I mean, do they make stuff... Well, um, what tweaked audio headphones actually? They have um, like a gold-plated uh, plug there, so you actually get a, a better connection. Um, so it does it does it make it louder? Not necessarily, but it does. The gold plating connection does help to to push a little bit more quality through, and that can that can help. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's also, why you know when you're you're listening to tweaked audio, you can uh, listen to Audible. An audibletrial.com slash quizgaming network. That's where you can get a free audiobook today. Mm. Today, right this very minute. You right can, meow. Right now. Right meow. After the show. Yeah. Well, you could do two things at once. I mean, you know, anyway. This is very true. You know uh, what else you could do while you're watching the show? Give us a five star review. Kind of like these people Toko Kono, Scotty D86, Liquid, Warband Dragon Blood, and Lone Wolf 7691. From down under. Yeah, from Australia. Cool. It's pretty pretty awesome. Thanks, guys, for, for those five-star review shout-outs on iTunes. Uh, Rob, what are we talking about today? What do we got? What do we got up our sleeve? Today, we are going to be talking about some extremely exciting stuff in the world of Elder Scrolls, including Skyrim, <laughs> Morrowind, <laughs> and ESO. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some of our uh, discussion topics include the XP potion controversy, Ooh, an update, an update to that, uh, an update on the cadence of some uh, DLC or download content for ESO. Uh, we also have uh, some Tamriel's rumors, uh, plus your YouTube comments and emails. Sorry, guys, no Rage of the Week this week. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, I'll play the bumper anyway, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> got to have that. Um, but uh, but there you go. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you today. Of course, um, looking forward to the uh, XP potion controversy update and an update to the cadence on some DLC for for ESO. Uh, I guarantee you, you're gonna like some of the information that we've we've got for you today. Um, now, before we start anything off, all right, this episode, uh, I would like to dedicate this episode to Police Officer Moore of the NYPD's 105th Precinct. Um, brave, bold, and honorable. This episode is for you. Sleep well, brother. Rest with the angels. Uh, also, Rob, you have something very nice to announce, do you not, sir? I do. <gasps> uh, let's see. This Friday, that is the day after tomorrow, at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, that's 10.30 p.m., uh, is going to be our first official episode of Dancing with Daggers. Ooh. Uh, this, is a, this is a new stream that, uh, that uh, a, a, few of, uh, a few of the members of uh, ESOTR Stendar, uh, our Daggerfall Covenant Guild, uh, are doing just for fun. It is just absolute um hilarity pandemonium complete and utter noobish um mediocrity but we do it well and we have a 
absolute blast. We did a test run of it this past Friday night. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so if you, uh, if you want to watch us uh, do our thing in an extremely mediocre way, uh, no, that's not a nice thing to say. They are very professional. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, the, uh, the stream uh, consists of uh, myself, <clears throat> uh, Ray, who is a guild leader uh, of uh, Stendar, Tim Twig, uh, a.k.a. known in-game as Bagheera. You know, if you can't guess, uh, he plays a, a, a all-black Khajiit. Bagheera. And, and also Mark from uh, Classic Elder Scrolls is going to be uh, tagging along. And wow. uh, uh, I'd like to refer to this as the not-so-late-night filthy casuals. Uh, so it's more like the mid-evening filthy casuals. But uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's just going to be about an hour or so worth of time. There, it might go a little bit longer. We just do whatever we want, whatever we feel like doing. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Running with scissors. Anything with scissors. Anything with scissors. Um, it it uh, it's going to be a casual. Uh, the gameplay is going to be casual, but you can you can guarantee that the the uh, it, it's going to be hysterical to watch. You know, anytime you get these guys together, it's it's going to be a good time. So so join in ten thirty Fridays every Friday ten thirty p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel twitch.tv slash Quest Gaming Network, and a big howdy to you, our live chat room, uh, and just uh, a quick thank you for watching us on on YouTube, and uh, thank you to our listeners for downloading us and uh, and whatnot. So we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, so without any further ado, 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 let's get into our weekly gameplay, guys. Okay, um, just a quick reminder, we, uh, we did have some weekly challenges this week. Um, start a new character in Skyrim and become a vampire slaying vampire. Start a witch hunter in Morrowind and reach level 5. Start a new character in ESO, play for 5 hours without doing a single quest and see what level you attain. And you must not start in Cold Harbor for this challenge. And then, of course, start and finish the Knights of the Nine quest in Oblivion. Uh, if none of those tickled your fancy, of course, we invited you to create your own unique challenge in any of the Elder Scrolls games and then uh, send us an email and tell us your story. Um, this issue, this challenge is, of course, issued to, to our hosts, uh, but it's also issued to you as well. So, so uh, let's, let us begin with our weekly gameplay, starting with, um, I don't know, how about, how about Liz? Why don't, why don't we start with you? Mike never goes first. Uh, really? He doesn't? Yeah. All no. right, so then let's start with Mike. How about that? Okay. Scroll all the way to the bottom. All the way. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way. Okay, here we go. Uh, so this week in ESO, um, I really, the challenges that were there, I wanted to actually spend some time in ESO, and I didn't want to make a new character. So I decided that my challenge was going to be, be as uh, uh, propagating orc hate is the best way to, to call it. <laughs> So my character has been playing in the Alakir Desert, and there's three quests in there that I came across that I thought were hilarious. The first one you run into in the main uh, city there, and there's a monkey. And this monkey can talk, and he's like, <laughs> help me, help me. 
And I'm like, what the heck? He says he's an orc that has been changed into a monkey by a mage. So I looked at him. I said, well, screw you, buddy. And I dropped the quest. So he's going to stay as a monkey, and he could be better off that way. Probably smarter than an orc. And cuter. Yeah, much cuter. <laughs> so then I'm out, and Dead there's monkey. a... I, I wish you could kill him. Then there's an alien ruin. And I go into this alien ruin to do one of the quests in there. And there's an imprisoned orc in there, and he's in like some type of bubble thing. And he's like, help me, get me out of here. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Turned around and walked out. Dropped the quest. So now that's two orcs that are screwed. <laughs> So then the last one, I'm in this mine. It's the Kaludi mine. And uh, there's this red guard, and you have to save him from spiders. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll help him out. He's like, oh, you got you know, you to help me you know, find my love. And, you know, she's in there further. I'm like, okay, we'll go down. And you end up meeting this spider, Mafala-looking uh, Daedra there. Okay. Come to find out, he's in love with an orc. Oh. And the uh, Daedra's like, well... I can let you go. I can do this, that, or the other thing, or I can have both of them and take them to oblivion. I take them both. You can have, you know, I'm not letting that orc get out and breed with uh, red guards. Both of them go to oblivion. So I spread uh, orc hate all day, all week. Is that even possible? Do you think like an orc and a red guard can can have children, or do you think you know it's it's the the species are just too different that? It, well, if you read the uh, book uh, Phylogeny and the uh, it's the one where they do some vivisections and stuff, and they talk about it, that pretty much the elves oh and the uh, um, the the human races can all uh, uh, breed with each other. And that it's the um, the uh, g- uh, the genus of the mother that gives the uh, the dominant characteristics in the uh, offspring. So phylogeny is that legal outside of Alabama? Or- <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows if it's legal? But apparently, scientifically, in Tamriel, it can happen. <laughs> oh my. What what must a what must a red guard half orc red guard character look like? That's but but <laughs> <laughs> like any character you make in Oblivion. Right, uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that's actually giant, brilliant. Just a giant potato head <laughs> with large fangs. <laughs> Big old muscles. Yeah, that, re- that reminds me of an Altmer joke. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Hey, what oh, what's in? <laughs> okay, what do you get when you cross an Altmer with a mud crab? I don't know, Rob. What do you get when you cross an Altmer with a Minecraft? I don't know either, but it'll follow you from Whiterun to Daggerfall, constantly reminding you of your inferiority. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty clever. (laughs) I really like that. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. Um, Mike, what else? You, You got anything else for us? So, in terms of gameplay, I've got one little last blurb, uh, and that's I spent the rest of the time working on my Leger Domain skill. Uh, I got enough gold to buy the 50,000 gold piece bank upgrade. <laughs> so, if it wasn't wow. nailed down, it got stolen. Good for you. You know, you know that, that sort of speaks to the... Honestly, it speaks to your skill, um, because I, I can't. Like, I constantly get caught. I'll steal, but- like, a good amount of stuff. I think it has to do with the fact that, you know, I'm a Nightblade and I'm a Bosmer. And because I tried when we did the um, the, the Jester thing this past week uh, for Meridia. And I tried with my Nord 
Templar Paladin type of character, and he got busted so many times that I gave up mm. after a while because I was running out of money, and so I switched over to my Bosmer, and just all of the passives that they have that allow them to increase their speed, the, the speed of sneaking, the detection radius really helps out a lot, so. Cool. Well, uh, that's that's pretty awesome stuff. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're able to. Now, how much how much gold did you say you stole again? What was it almost fifty thousand over the course of the week? Holy man, jeez! Wow, that's crazy. Good job, great job on that one. Um, how was the uh, the Jester's Day event in in your opinion, Mike? How, how did how did that go for you? Did you enjoy it? I did. Uh, I came a little late and. Uh, problem with the the way it was originally started is that the bosses spawned on first strike so that was um you know that really sped up the thing a lot so a lot of people who came like half an hour late that part of the the jester's day was already done and then uh, it was you know people running around stealing kind of like with kleptomania uh during the week it was a smaller turnout than on a weekend event but uh, the people that did turn out i think had a lot of fun there was a lot of people in the chat room uh on team speak so Okay. It was a good time, I think. Good, good. I've I've heard nothing but but good stuff about it. I think so. it's just you know it gives us something to do while we hang out and chat, and yeah. it's not like you know running a dungeon or something like that where you have to focus. It's just you know, yeah, it's just some yapping around stuff. here and there, and you hear people going, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" You know, and <laughs> you're like, you know, they're like, "Ah, oh, I got you know caught and you lost everything." So so what's this? Uh, you got uh, you got Tales of Tamriel Volume One. Yes, so I have a book report here. Okay. Uh, that was the rest of what I uh, spent the week doing here. Um, so we'll go through this here, or do you want to ha- save it for a little later? Um, no, no, I want to go through it. I, I actually okay. I want to I ask you this question. How much is it, and did you think it was worth the money? Okay, so that's what this entire book report is all about. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so first disclaimer is that we did not receive review copies of this book. So I went and paid for it with my own money. So so for good or for bad, this review is not influenced by a gift of a book. So just get that out of the way first. It's a good thing to state, I suppose. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you never know. Like when you get, you know, good reviews from people, you know, is the fact that, you know, they got it as a gift. Uh, so I can say that based a book based on a video game, I was really pleasantly surprised by this. I have a collection of novels, including things from Miss Baldur's Gate, a whole bunch of 90s um, ones from Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, a number of the Final Fantasy and Neverwinter Nights guides. Uh, so when it was first announced, I was very much against the idea of this book. You know, in-game books put into a collection. Uh, I have both of the Greg Keyes books, and uh, the stories of those books are great, but the physical book quality is atrocious. If you're going to get it, download it for digital download or use our code for Audible. Get it that way. The physical copy just the publisher skimped, I think, on the corners on that. You know, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta just say that I, I kinda disagree on that. I, I could not I, I have it on audio book. Um I got it off of um Audible. Audibletrial.com dot com slash quest gaming network to be exact. And <laughs> <laughs> Links on our websites, guys. Good, uh, Shameless off book. the record, all one word. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I could not get through it. I stumbled through the first, listening to the first book, uh, thinking it would get better in the second. I listened to half of the second book, and and I these two books I've listened to them um, in in the span of maybe about two months, and I could not get through it. It was just, it was boring. Uh, I really couldn't get into it at all. So I got through them. Uh, I got them for Christmas a couple years back. And um, 
Yeah, the thing that I was most, you know, um, displeased by was I felt they were flimsy. You know, the paper quality isn't that good. The cover's not much thicker than the paper itself. Uh, so I was really displeased. And, you know, if I had to get them again, I would say, you know, I would get a digital download and read it on a Kindle or on your computer or something like that. Uh, and I really, you know, um, yeah, I, I was expecting like the book was going to come out and it was going to be a paper copy like that. Uh, so when I was in Barnes and Noble this weekend, uh, I happened to walk through that section where they have game books and things like that. And I was really surprised. It comes shrink wrap with the paper wrap with the image of a wax seal around it. And the paper is tucked into the cover so it slides off without a problem. Uh, it's, uh, decent sized and, uh, the quality is amazing. It's running for about $35 at the Bethesda store, which is a bit steep, especially when you start adding shipping in. Yeah, but is it, did you feel like, um, overall, did you feel like the, the $35 was, was, uh, was worth it for what you got? We're getting there. We're getting uh, okay, there. Okay, alright, okay, okay. <laughs> I got you, I got you. <laughs> Amazon had it this morning for $23, and it qualified for free shipping. Ooh. I got my copy for Barnes & Noble. I paid $30, walked out of the store with it. The hardcover of the book is gives you the feel of leather, which is really cool. Um, that's the first thing. It's not a cardboardy cut type of cover. It feels like it's like a faux leather or something. Mm -hmm. And the Ouroboros is embossed in it, Oh, um, which is really nice. Um, the book is a compilation of in-game books uh, and notes concerning the three factions. Uh, but if um, it's not the main draw of the book, I mean, I probably wouldn't spend more than ten dollars to get that kind of stuff in a book format, just because you know you can read it in the game. Yeah. What you're really paying for, though, or like on an is, app, is this: you're paying for the artwork that's in this book. Wow. Um, there's a ton of original art in here. The typeface of the print is, uh, or the typeface is large print, and it's reminiscent of old English text. I do wish that as a compendium, though, and not as an encyclopedia, that uh, the font had changed based on the particular writer or region of the book. You have things in here that are notes and pamphlets, and they're in the same typeface as the rest of the stories. Is, so, is it hard to is the typeface hard to read? Because I've noticed that uh, I think one of the books that came with uh, Elder Scrolls Online's uh, Imperial Edition, some of the text in there, the typeface was a little difficult to read. Um, I would say no because it's a decent size typeface. Okay. Uh, I think like when you look at like the title and then it says by like uh, Minstrel Aradon Terrorist Corps, that's a smaller size print than the rest of it, and those are a little hard to read. Can you uh, for for our YouTube viewers? Can you uh, show a page on on stream a little bit more closely? Uh, yeah. This way we can you know kind of take a look at that. So, I don't know, can you see it? Am I blocking it? No, no, that's good. That's good, man. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that looks real good. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, the uh, things that are like notes and pamphlets, those are really cool. They look like they have been stuffed into the binder. Uh, so, like, it has, like, crumpled paper effect, and it has, um, trying to find one here, um, like a scroll type of effect going on. Pages, uh, they, I can tell by the sound that the pages seem to be like kind of nice and, and hardy. You know, also, pages, are like, they made of paper? Right. <laughs> yes, they are made of paper. So, like, that's a I've been biting my tongue on that one for like 30 book. seconds. And, uh, I'm sorry, what was that, know, Mike? That's a scroll that is in the book. So, like, right out of the game, like, if you picked up a scroll, like, on a, a barrel or something. Yeah. Um, 
that was, you know, I thought was really cool. Okay. Uh, the paper is high quality. Uh, there are scatterings of doodles, illegible scribbles, and diagrams in the margins. Uh, some of the pages have full artwork or promotional art pieces. The loading screens are dual page layouts. Uh, the pages are spine stitched together. So if you open this book on a table, it's going to stay open to that page. It's not like a glued uh, binding. Right. Where it gives you that weird bow effect. Yeah. This will lay smooth once you open it. Cool. And, and you said for it's 35 on the Bethesda store, but on Amazon right now, it's uh, it's $23. 23 And, and uh, the wow. other ones are also 23 pre-order. And we'll get to those in just a second when those at the bottom here. Okay. Uh, one thing that might be a disappointment to people is if you're buying this online, which is what most people are because places like Barnes & Noble aren't all over the country and a lot of small bookstores are going out of business. Some people might think that it was supposed to be a larger book like a coffee format. Uh, and just to give you a size comparison of what we've got here, I'm going to pull back from the chair a little bit. Okay. This is the book itself. All right. Nice size. This is your average size novel. Okay. This one here is your average size hardcover novel mm -hmm. that you would get. So it's not much bigger than a hardcover novel. It's not. It's definitely not a coffee book table book, though. Okay. Yeah, and coffee uh, table books tend to be larger, right? Yeah, they tend to be like over a foot in height. Right. So, Rob, on the idea of a coffee table book about coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, bad idea. I think it's gold, Jerry. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, the only thing that I really think is missing from this book is with like classic uh, antique books, you see that that gold edging on the mm -hmm. ends there or those image edged edgings yes. that you sometimes find. Yes. I mean, that's how high of quality this book is. I was really, really surprised when I picked it up and looked at it at Barnes & Noble Yeah, because, uh, you know, that is literally the only thing really missing from this quality of book. Uh, so now, why would you want this book? This is really the question. Because uh, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, If you're a collector with cash, most likely you already have it. Uh, if you're like me and love the lore of these books, uh, but would rather not read while playing, uh, a digital library like Imperial Library is probably your best bet. You're buying this book for the art that's in it, really, and the fact that it looks like a piece of art. Uh, so if you know, you're that kind of person who you know likes the art of the game, likes the stories, you know, then I wouldn't miss out on this. Uh, and definitely, if they go with a release in paperback and you're going to save 50%, you're really going to lose out on all of the quality that went into this. So, you know, get it now while it's hot. Um, and I'm actually, after picking this up and reading through, I'm looking forward to the three other ones that are coming out this year. So Skyrim, uh, book one, is coming out uh, in June. Volume two is coming out for Tales of Tamriel. Volume 2 in September, and Volume 2 uh, for Skyrim is coming out also sometime in September. So there'll be four of these books this year. Excellent. Uh, I really appreciate that uh, that great review. Um, so, again, I mean, obviously, definitely worth the, the $35 price tag? I would say it's definitely worth the 25 that or 23 that you'd get it from Amazon. Uh -huh. um, it's worth the 30 that you would pay at... Uh, uh, Barnes and Noble to get a copy yourself and just walk out of the store with it. I don't know if I would justify thirty-five plus another five to six dollars shipping from the Bethesda store. You know, if that's the only place you can get it, then it's probably worth it. But with those two other places right now having the sales on it, 
I would go with the places with the sales because you're going to get it cheaper. Yeah. You know they're going to have sales on this too, often. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like just, uh, the T-shirts and the hoodies and everything else. Yeah. You know, there'll be the time when it's 15% off or 25% off. Cool. Very cool. Uh, anything else, Mike? So that's been my week, pretty much. Uh, stealing, hating on orcs, and reading uh, the stories of Tamriel. Wow. I, I honestly can't imagine a, uh, a more fulfilled week of in Tamriel than, than that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. Uh, let's, let's kick it over to Rob, because uh, Rob's awesome. And I'm wanting to know, uh, good sir, what did you do in Tamriel this week? Okay, so... Did you take up any of those challenges? Um, I, I did my own challenge. Yes. And, and, and that was uh, attempting to run my own stream um, for the first time. Like I said, we did a pilot of uh, uh, Dancing with Daggers this past Friday. And it was a lot of fun. Um, except for like about two hours before we were supposed to, uh, uh, before we were supposed to go live, um, I get a, a message, uh, f- on Twitter from Mark, who is in our chat room, which is the only reason I bring this up because he's, he says, uh, sorry guys, something came up and I can't make it. So of course the rest of us, uh, are like, really dude, are you serious? It's like we've been talking about this all freaking week. You know what? Cue the music. <laughs> Mark's in trouble. No, oh, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me. Man, that's some bullshit. Ah, come on! Rage of the week! <laughs> I, I already feel terrible for poor Mark. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Well, uh, right. no, I mean, like he, he felt bad. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just busting his chops. But uh, I think it was, um, I think it was pretty funny. The, the fact that, like, I was talking about this, I ca- uh, kept it pretty low key, and, um, you know, I, I talked to him about it and, and, and wanted to see if he was interested in it. When he said he was, I got very excited, knowing that he has the highest level character uh, of the four of us. Um, so it would be, uh, it would be good to have him on the team. So, you know, and the, you know, we were getting all ramped up about this and, and, you know, the day came and said, all right, you guys, you're ready to do this tonight. The, the, you know, well, we're going to have so much fun doing this. And then I get this message from Mark saying, Hey guys, sorry, I can't make it. You know, uh, something came up. So of course the, you know, the rest of us are like, damn it. <laughs> and we're going to have to play in Glen Umbra again. <laughs> it's like, all right, so what do you guys want to do? Aww. So they're like, well, we could, uh, well, Ray, Ray needs to hit VR, so let's just go kill zombies in Cold Harbor and get her to VR. So that's what we started doing. <laughs> and okay. we were streaming, and we were, uh, we were streaming for all about 15 minutes. Uh, we decided, uh, or we saw that, um, Ray and, uh, yeah, I think it was Ray that needed the, um, uh, one of the dungeons in, uh, in Cold Harbor. So we decided to do that. You know, it's like, might as well, you know, let him get the Sky Shard. And, uh, we started doing that. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going to give him a call out to, uh, uh, I think he's in all three of the guilds, but, uh, member Lord Weaselfish happened to be watching our chat, uh, or watching our stream and, uh, says, hey, you guys need a fourth party member. Like well, sure. So we had a little bit of um, okay. uh, of an issue because he doesn't have Skype, and we were all communicating on Skype. So we all jumped over the Teamspeak. We lost Tim uh, at some point, and it, it was 
it was a pretty big cluster, but in the end, it, it, it was it was pretty. Yeah, it, you know, he always what? manages to fall off a cliff. Every Tim fell off a cliff. <laughs> so, did, you, did you get him back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we ended up getting him back. Fortunately, uh, oh, okay. but we had some technical difficulties. You I know, just got we this, uh, and um, I just got this uh, picture in my mind of just like you know everyone's all grouped together, and you you just hear some stumbling, and, uh, and everyone's like, uh, "Does anyone see Tim? <laughs> Tim." Well, that's exactly what happens to Tim. Tim, like, where'd you go, Tim? I mean, that's we, what happens to a barwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gravity is not very nice to Tim, but um, Tim. You know, he, he ended up. I, I don't think he fell too much on this one. But um, when Lord Weaselfish came in, uh, we were able to do City of Ash. Uh, City of Ash was the uh, the regular pledge for the day, so we figured, yeah, what the hell? Let's go do City of Ash. And um, he goes in uh, with his orc. You know, I had to throw that in for Mike. Uh, and, and he tanked this dungeon for us, and it was a lot of fun. I was using my Nightblade. Uh, Ray is our healer, so she was on her Templar. And Tim was using Bagheera, which is his uh, Khajiit Nightblade. So he had two Nightblades um, and two Templars. Mm. And it was uh, it was actually a lot of fun. And... Um, you know, we we managed to get through that after a couple of uh, a couple of missteps. You know, uh, I know there's at one point I'm I got extremely overzealous. I'm like, come on, guys, we're running up, and then there's this boss that's just like right there, and he's like, hey, Rage, I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> Slapped him right down three times. <laughs> hey, guys! Yeah, so, oh no, poor Rob. <laughs> so so we're we're on this stream, so everybody could see me on the stream going, all right, let's get go. Oh yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> It's like running away, and of course, we just like it's all right, guys. I got it, you know. So, uh, but we we made it through. Um, I think we only had one death, and I'm not sure like what happened with that, but it was one death and uh, no wipes on a regular dungeon. So we're proud of ourselves. Well, Tim fell <laughs> off a off a cliff. Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, like with City of Ash, because there there's places where you come out with these law lo- uh, with these large towers, and I I don't think he died. But he, he was saying, all right, guys, I think we go this way. And he went out the window that didn't have the ramp going down. <laughs> so, of course, so, of course, we hear him going, oh, I did it again. And he's like, oh, but I'm still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, Tim, I feel your pain, Tim. It's okay. Don't. It's all right. Liz, remember that time I was tanking? That one time? That one yeah. time? Well, that that uh-huh. one really the famous. One time that everybody else jumps up know. into the water safely. My one was in italics in my it. head. I forgot the name <laughs> of the dungeon that Liz and I were in, but um, Elden Hollow. Yeah, all right, that was it, Elden Hollow. Um, I oh. go, I go rushing in. And it's this, it's this area where there's like um like a span over a large. Uh, it's like a like a like a. Um, bridge yeah, like, like a, a catwalk it's a know? bridge yeah but it's it's like a log bridge that that spans over this this large room where there's lots of mobs below you and and you've got to stay on this this log bridge in order to you know and, and there's a couple of groups there and you got to you know dps the groups down and follow the log bridge down and into the main area so i go running in there and and everyone's ready we're ready to go and i go tanking and i go charging on in and then i don't know what what happens but like this dude i'm tanking he just hauls off and smacks me, and I did not have my shield up at the time, probably because I was looking out to see if the all the mobs I was intending to to uh, hold the aggro on were all on me. So I was distracted by looking out for my group. I get knocked off this stupid log bridge, and I fall all the way down. 
and I hit the ground below me, and it's like it's like um, it's like that uh, that Indiana Jones movie where he, he <laughs> he's on the train in the beginning of the third one, and he falls into the the car, and there's just a lion over there. I get up, like dust myself off, and look around, and there's nothing but mobs everywhere around, just, just like looking at me. There, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're like eating and stuff and hanging out and having a good time and then it's just like this this just random templar just ah! <laughs> right on the ground in front of them and they're like um who invited the idiot templar i didn't invite hey hey lord did you invite now you didn't all right guys let's kill him and i like aggro this entire group the whole room comes running toward me and you hear me like panicking on skype i'm like uh guys uh, jump down. <laughs> jump, of course, jump. I'm there going, you did it again, didn't you, jerk? <laughs> jump down now. Jump down. <laughs> so everyone's like, where's the Varwin? I'm like, I'm on the ground, guys, help! <laughs> Was, didn't he also fall off the bridge when we were doing the mage quest in uh, Craglorn? Oh, absolutely. Oh, and the end Where of the those special Where get those special bridges that show up? <laughs> oh, oh, that the, the, another Indiana Jones reference where uh, you can't see him, you have to spread the dust. Yeah. Um, oh, that that made me squee. I loved that. We're all up there. Yeah. Where did Varwin go? I'm down yeah. here, guys. I gotta go. Mike and I are sitting there waiting. Uh, I'm I'm coming back up. Oh. Those are always <laughs> the funnier situations, though. <laughs> uh, the, the end of the story here is that everyone jumped down, and we actually, like, we actually survived the entire room. So so that was that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to, you know, to, to no, butt in. No, I mean it's all it's all good, man. You could relate, but I just we, we were able to finish the dungeon. It was a good time, uh, you know. In, in the end, we we streamed all of about maybe 90 minutes worth before uh, before we cut it, and it was it was a good time. So we're looking forward to future episodes of it. Um, as far as uh, Skyrim this week, let me pull out my notes. Ah, whip out the old Skyrim notes. Yeah, the Skyrim notes. Um, I started uh, anew because uh, I, I finally got it working again. Yay! Uh, yay! Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so with that challenge, um, I, I said I, I do this anyway, um, so it wasn't really a challenge, but uh, I decided to continue again where I left off with my vampire slaying vampire. Um, nice. Now, now level three uh, was like forty ish before I lost everything. So now for like level three. Uh, so, but fortunately, um, in order to get that, because what, what I always did to become a vampire in Skyrim is I would go to Hamar's Shame. Like it's the first place I would go because I I just stand there and let these vampires beat on me for a couple seconds. I'm bound to contract this like full body herpes at some point <laughs> so <laughs> just go to the docks at, at uh, Windhelm you'll get it too <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, I, I managed to uh, managed to you know catch it and I would just wait for three days you know and uh, I, I got sick and tired of doing that so I, I downloaded live another life and that gives you the option to start out as a vampire which I I thought this was like the greatest thing ever. Why didn't I install this mod before? Uh, I don't have to go to Hamar Shame every freaking playthrough that I do to become a vampire. Uh, and it was, uh, I was just able to start off as a vampire. It was great. You know, I, I love this mod. And I don't have to listen to Hadvar. 
<laughs> like every freaking playthrough and you know, can we, you know, uh, oh gosh, what's the line? It's like, for the love of Talos, would you shut up and let's get this over with? It's like, chunk. <laughs> it's like every playthrough of Skyrim that I do, I always start that up and it's like, yeah, it's that damn cart ride again. So, uh, oh, take my headset off. Like, all right, I know it lasts like seven minutes before you're actually able to make your character. So I get oh. out and I go, I go make coffee and smoke. And it's, uh-huh. like, it's like by the time that I'm done with it, okay, yeah, I should be able to make my character now. No, because so then you have to press a button, and then you have to wait more. Yes, yes, yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta wait some, oh. wait some more, and, and you know, uh. and that guy runs away, and he gets. <laughs> I was You're laughing. You're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> now, Varwin, do you have a save zero like I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. save zero. It's yeah. right after everything, so you don't have to sit there and listen to that stupid. Yeah. Oh, this one here is of uh, Alfred Stormcloak, and blah 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 yeah. blah. No. It starts out, what's your name, prisoner? <laughs> yeah, yep. but uh, Rage had to reinstall the game yep. or something. And, yeah, so, lost yeah. it all. So yeah, I uh, all not, my so. saves backed up on an external like, hard drive, all 900 and something of them. I just gotta, yeah. I just gotta interrupt for one second here. I'm gonna let the live chat room know, and you guys know too. Um, we just had a, uh, we just had a technical issue with my uh, recording software. Uh, so the podcast version of this is probably going to not come out. Um, for probably another day or so. Uh, so, oh bummer. Yeah, the YouTube version will be up first. <laughs> Technical. Well, actually, you could just take. Yeah, you could take the YouTube um, and then uh, edit from that. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna edit. It's gonna. Darp or darp. It's been a week of technical difficulties for us. It really has. It, it really has. It's it's very unfortunate. Did you forget to press record? No, no, I was recording, but um, I tried tabbing over to to the recording. Uh, window and I accidentally hit something that stopped the recording. Oh no! And, yeah, so it's it's all right. We'll we'll get it we'll get it out there. But I just wanted to let you guys know that you know if um if there's if there's a delay and there will be uh, that this is the reason. Uh, go ahead, Rob. Please continue. I'm sorry to slow you down. Uh, uh like with that, um, I. You know, with with uh, live another life, I was able to at least restart my character as a vampire, so I didn't have to worry about that. Uh, and one thing I found, like with it, is that um, you don't automatically get that vampire lord form. You still have to go do the Dawnguard quest to get that. So I actually, you know, I, I like that. Um, which I never used that thing anyway. So yeah, because um, it's just weird. But uh, I mean, I, I real. Nothing of note too much in uh, in Skyrim other than the fact that I'm finally back up and running uh, and having a good time and and of course I'm a spellblade. Good, nice. It's been you know it's been one of those weeks I think for us. I think everyone, especially myself, we've been really super busy. Um, so I I get it, Rob. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, nope. Uh, other than uh, Friday, 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 ten thirty Eastern. Yeah, fr- Friday, Friday, Friday. Watch Dancing with Daggers only on twitch.tv slash quest gaming network, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And did you see that Mark threw down the gauntlet that if he misses Friday, he will roll an Altmer? Yes, he he did say that. I got a screenshot of it. Uh-huh. Okay, so we need to put in a call to to uh, Mark's wife. She needs to, to bring come him up to uh, a, g- a baseball game or something. Yes, she needs to come up with an <laughs> yes. unmissable event for Mark. <laughs> 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 something that if he misses, it's a month on the couch for the poor guy. 
That's right. Well, it, I guess it's a month on the couch already because he did buy one of, or he was going to buy one of these. Ah. And she told him that he, she could, he couldn't bring that into the house or the bedroom. Yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> poor, poor Mark. He's not even here to defend himself. He's in the chat room. <laughs> he'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, hey, we he'll got... Get, um, he'll give us hell tomorrow for... That. Yeah, that's true. He, that's true. He will. Uh, Mark, you've got you've got five minutes of making fun of of Mike as much <laughs> as, Mike. <laughs> as much as possible. Tomorrow we're actually doing a, a brand new um, a live recording of uh, classic Elder Scrolls uh, episode thirty five. We had we had some tech <laughs> again. <laughs> we had some technical issues um, with the the last recording of of classic. And um, we're going to redo it, and uh, um, I'll be there as well. Then that'll be fun for me. This way I can join in. And uh, and that'll be tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hopefully I can get the podcast version of this out before then. <laughs> it's like a busy day tomorrow. Anybody in EP that wants to run around and protect us, you know, or join <laughs> us, I mean? <laughs> Varwin's playing a level, what, seven, you said? Five? Yeah, so I need protection. And Mark is playing a level seven or eight. I've got a VR two in that area, so unless I want to play my th- level thirteen, yeah, we could right. be an Argonian pack <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with a um, lax red hair, uh, Namira's little snack, and what is your character? Namira's little snack. Yep, that's my Argonian. <laughs> <laughs> Second character I ever made. I have a uh, I have a dark elf. That uh, two-handed oh, you'd weapon. Be the slave elf. master and uh, Mark and myself's Argonians would be uh... <laughs> <laughs> mush Argonians, mush. <laughs> Listen to me, I'm a superior dark elf to you, lizard slime. <laughs> what? What? Why does your uh, uh, what was it, Altmer dark? El- what were you just doing? Dar- a dark elf. Why yep. does he sound like he's from like 1940s? He's got to have that mustache to twirl. Ah, <laughs> and a long cigarette on the stick. <laughs> I'm evil and a dark elf. <laughs> and your pants are hiked up way past your navel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dark like elf, a, not Orson Welles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's like if, if Orson Welles was a dark elf. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh so so I guess I guess I'll uh, throw myself in the ring here for for gameplay. Um I did not have a chance really to play anything at all this week. It's been kind of a busy week. Uh if you've been watching the news, obviously you can you you know what's going on here in New York. Um it's been a it's been a very sad week. Uh but I did actually have a chance um today and uh yesterday uh last night a little bit to to actually take up one of the challenges uh, which I did not have the chance to complete, and that is to get a witch hunter in Marwind up to level five. Um, in fact, I didn't even get this witch hunter up to level two, and I I put in I would say a solid three and a half hours into this character. It was completely unreasonable for me to ask anyone to get a witch hunter up to level five. It is extremely difficult to level up. It's not like leveling up a warrior in in um, Morrowind. Uh, your major skills, the skills that you have to engage in, in order to level yourself up is Conjuration, Enchanting, Alchemy, Light Armor, and Marksman. Good luck leveling that up. <laughs> really? Those are the... Okay. Yeah, it's so tough. Wait, it's Marksman and... Conjuration, Enchanting. Conjuration, okay. Alchemy, Light Armor, and Marksman. 
That sounds perfect. Well, it is. It's it's a fun. Yeah, other it, than the enchanting, it's a fun class. Here's the problem. Okay, um, <laughs> you start off with bound dagger as as your conjuration skill, and you don't you don't level up conjuration by conjuring the dagger and then using it in combat. Oh, yeah. Um. So, <laughs> which I I thought that's how because that's how it works in that's how it works in Skyrim and in Oblivion, right? Well, apparently it's not how it works in in, in uh, Morrowind. So I was like, okay, all right. So that's for you know for my loss. Um, and and you don't actually start the game off with any light armor. The armor that well the, the clothing that you're wearing doesn't count as light armor. So. As many times as, as uh, mud crabs and scribs and rats may have punched me in the face, I got nothing from it other than um, unarmored skill went up. Not light armor. Unarmored went up. You know what I think it went faster for me, though, is uh, that first time that you sleep in um, Balfoyen, um, and uh, if you have the um, um, Tribunal expansion added, mm-hmm. that a Dark Brotherhood attacks you. And if you survive the fight, you get his armor. And it's light armor, and it's really, like, one of the best armors that you get early on in the game. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a good solid tip. You know, I like witch hunters. You know, they're they're cool. You know, they're they're different. Um, their class is, is put together with, uh, with an unusual mix of, like, uh, magic, uh, schools of magic that not a lot of people are, 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 uh, are involved in. And then on top of it, um, you know, some some really cool, uh, uh, I guess, um, offensive combat skills that you know that people enjoy. Um, what I was noticing is that you know I was uh, I was using the the conjured uh, the conjured dagger, um, but it was leveling up um, like my my short blade skill instead of conjuration. After I had noticed for a while, like gee, I haven't leveled up in a bit. Um, so only like conjured like pets count towards it then I'd guess it's not like Skyrim where if you have a conjured weapon that that continues working it on. You know, I'm not 100% sure to be honest with you because I I also had this other skill um it was uh detect creature and you know you use that a, a couple of times a- and that worked toward leveling me up. I, I think it's actually more, and I'm sure we're going to get an email that explains, you know, everything in, in, um, on, on this, and and, um, and and I would welcome that, of course. But um, I think it's really more along the lines of um, how how often do you do you use uh, spells in, in Conjuration, and did you use them in a moment of, of extreme challenge? Like, that I think may, may be what levels it up. Um, but certainly using, you know, the bound dagger skill and then and then using the dagger itself like that that doesn't do it although i was hitting um harder and better with a bound dagger than i was with just a, a regular dagger i'm sure that probably has to something to do with like what level they consider that bound dagger kind of like the bound bow in skyrim is a a daedric level so i mean if you're used to yeah. you know iron arrows and a hunter's bow that daedric bow is going to hit like a hammer Here's, so I'm here, sure that the bound dagger is probably the same way. Yeah, and I think so too. And, and here's here's the other thing that I thought was different about it. 
Um, I actually, when I was in Balmora, I joined the Mages Guild, and I was doing some quests there. And um, there's a there's a mage there that you can you can buy spells from. And I actually purchased um, summon no, it wasn't it wasn't summon ancestral ghost. Although that that's a skill that that comes with it. It was um, summon bow. And you actually have to buy arrows to go with the summoned bow, and it levels up your marksman skill. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here I am, like I'm walking out of the mages guild, and I've got this summoned bow, and like it's not, there's no arrows that are loading into it. I'm like, all right. So I went next door to to the uh, to the fighters guild. I'm like, you know, hi guys, uh, you know, just, uh, your neighbor next door. I just need some uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I bought I like myself to some iron is like, arrows. you know, you get ice powers and you have to go buy water in order to create what? ice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Hold on, I'm going to splash this bucket of water on you first. <laughs> well, I got to buy the water first, though. <laughs> what, what got me about that is that you said you summon an ancestral ghost. Like, would that be like your great-grandmother, like, nagging you the entire time? That would be horrible. <laughs> like, why, why don't, don't you? Job? Why don't you ever call me? How <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get a girlfriend? <laughs> If you're going to conjure something, conjure a sword. What are you going to do with a dagger? (laughs) What I want for Mother's Day is your love. Really expecting something else. (laughs) How come you never summoned me for Mother's Day? (laughs) (laughs) So so in any event, if there's one one thing I could say about the Witch Hunter is um, go to Balmora as soon as you can. Uh, Get get as much money as you possibly can. Um, This way you can buy Summon Bow. And then use the summoned bow along with, uh, and, and use the summoned bow along with the, um, you know, some some arrows, and conjure the bow, and use that as your main, um, your your main point of combat. And this way, what you'll end up doing is, the more you use the bow, you're going to level up your marksman skill, which is a a major skill for the witch hunter. And because you're conjuring the bow more often you'll end up leveling up um, that skill line as well and try and get as light, light armor as quickly as possible. And uh, don't forget, you got Bound Dagger there, so when they do come in towards you, you can hit them with the Bound Dagger. So that's... Um, I'm going to stick with the uh, the Witch Hunter because um, I am enjoying it, and um, I'm going to see how that tactic works, if it levels me up or not. At least you don't have to do the coffee cup trick that I had to do for my thief character. and. Uh, yeah, so uh, you set uh, control to your sneak because sneak is not a toggleable thing like it is in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And so literally you put a coffee cup on the control button on uh, your keyboard and keep it depressed that way so that you can <laughs> sneak around. Old school exploiting and cheating. Oh, my It's not God. exploiting. It's just I don't have that many fingers. <laughs> <laughs> then it's cheating. If it's not exploiting, it's cheating. It, well, uh, how about how about uh, I? I don't think it's a, an exploit or or a cheat. I think it's more of a creation, creative problem solving solution. Yeah. <laughs> See, kids, this is what we had to do back in the day. <laughs> just console command your way out of it. Exactly. Exactly. Don't just you know get a mod to make it your sneak. You had to actually you know create your own keyboard. And if you needed to hold down a mouse button for a very long time, you'd put like you'd wad up a piece of paper and then uh, put a rubber band around it on your on your mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I how remember. people would do um they would exploit uh Skyrim um for sneak. They would go into sneak and they would do that with their mouse button and just go up against a wall and then, you know, walk away, go have dinner. This 
This guy right here, that's how I leveled Sneak in Skyrim. I found the I knew place. it! Yeah. No, it was you! Aw, oh, that's yeah. a cheat. I'm, you're I'm, the kind of guy who gets the turbo button on your control pads so that uh, when you're playing games, fighting games, it's just like you hold the A button down and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I, what I used to do is I used to go into uh, Yorvasker and uh, wait until uh, Ayla went to, went to sleep. And uh, since Skyrim actually has an auto run, uh, I'd, I'd go into sneak and then just auto run while sneaking in the corner and just walk away for about half an hour. <laughs> you come back and you're at like sneak 90. It's like, ooh, nice. I went from level 5 to 17. Sweet. Very, yeah. so, very interesting tip there, Rob. <laughs> All right. Um, other than that, other than that, um, I've been playing some Skyrim. Um, I was not able to to start a character and create a uh, vampire killing vampire due to lack of time. But what I did do was um, I took Janessa and I started the Dawnguard quest, and uh, I am going to turn her into a vampire killing vampire. Nice. They're going to uh, give her the herp. I am. Yeah. Well, that's. But see, that's the thing, though. Like it. I was considering doing that with other um, other characters that I have as well, and it just fits for Janessa because she's she's a she's a thief, she's an explorer, she she you know goes into these these Dwimmer um, Dwimmer ruins and all different kinds of ruins with the express purpose of not ridding the world of evil, but to to find like treasure and stuff like that's that's her character. She's 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 a treasure hunter and a thief. Um, but, but this time around, like, and she does have like certain things that, that she, like certain races that she, she hates on, on site and vampires, uh, and werewolves are, are, are among them. Um, vampires and werewolves for her are kill on site. And she's such a, uh, a curious character that I wanted to turn her into a vampire because she wants to know what it's like. Now, isn't she? Is she the Bosmer character? Yeah, that you have. Okay. Yeah. Have you noticed that that with this Janessa character, you are way more free in this game to do a lot of other things that you don't usually do? Yeah, that's that's why I created her. Just because, I mean, uh, being bad is kind of good, isn't it? Well, she's <laughs> she's not. <laughs> I was gonna try to I get have... you to admit it, and you weren't gonna fall for it. And I'm like, damn. Well, no, I have I have characters that are that are to- that are completely evil. Yeah, but they're all level one because you can't go through with it. No, that's not true. That's, not, uh, that's really? not true at all. Yeah, no, I had um, at at one point, and I don't have any at the moment because I've I've got other characters. I'm I'm more I'm trying to play, and I'm more interested in playing. Um, but I I had um I had a level fifty um like a like a necromancer at one point, and really? he was just completely evil, totally. And my uh, my early Khajiit, uh, my Brago Khajiit character. I, I had a plan of him becoming a thief to an assassin and then turning good, and I couldn't go through with it. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I couldn't oh, go yeah. through with no, it. No, not the necromancer, though. You don't remember yeah. the necromancer? No, yeah, I, I think you're lying about that one. No, he was um, he was a one-eyed orc. He was... Uh, that he... wasn't Mr. LeBeau, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> was don't out, think I'll forget outside. about that one, you jerk. No, his, his name was uh, his name was Cadus. Oh, okay. And oh. he uh he originally what I wanted to do was I wanted to make him a um a uh uh heavy armor, two-handed sword wielding necromancer. 
Um, but some of that did not really work out so well as, as the character started to level up. So I just made him a full blown necromancer. And, um, I mean, this guy, he was just the biggest jerk that you'd ever, you'd ever want to meet. If it was evil, he was doing it. And, he kept bringing his one eye back to life. Yeah. That, that was, that's what it was. <laughs> but, um, the reason why I, cr- I created Janessa was because she's just, she's right in the middle of the road. She's, there's some, there's a lot of things, like purely evil things she doesn't do, but purely good things she doesn't do either. She's right in the middle of the road. She's kind of like a Han Solo type of character. So she won't date Cicero. She will not date Cicero. She's a, she's a thief. She's a she's an explorer, but she's not an assassin. Who the hell would date Cicero? Because I, he has a weird obsession with his mother. Like you meet, I, I met him in my game, and he was mama. Oh, it's creepy. It's like in the middle of the night, in the middle of a date, quote unquote date. He'd be calling her up. Hey, mother, how you doing? <laughs> well, we know oh. she's getting for Mother's Day. Ah. Flowers in Skyrim. Mother's calling me. Sorry, dear. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's me, uh, Liz. What about what about you? What uh, what have you been getting yourself into uh, in Tamriel? Guess what? What's up? I um. So I had a genie that who happens to like um Mr. Softy's delicate ice cream cones, and he granted a wish, and now I have Morrowind. Hey. Yeah. All also, right. He has a Yankee accent. It's terrible. <laughs> You're, <Yeah>. w- <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, uh, I got um, I got Liz the um, uh, the it, it, game of the year edition of of Marwin. It came with um, Blood Moon and Tribunal. I uh, got it off Steam and I uh, gifted it to Liz. Um, but that totally was unexpected, like seriously unexpected. I was like, oh, I'll get it for free somewhere. You know, I'll figure it out. And I didn't feel like figuring it out last night. And then all of a sudden I get a message. Oh, my God! <laughs> I was very excited about that. Have you, have you started to play it? I didn't start it until today. And you did not warn me that right when I start this, it gives me moral questions. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, wait. Daggerfall gave us moral questions, too. I didn't know that. I haven't played Daggerfall either. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, well, I guess it was supposed to figure out what this personality was or what my personality I wanted to play was. But when I first started answering these questions, I was answering them as me. Because, I mean, that you know, when I'm asked a moral question, I have to be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, what yeah. What is your favorite color? What? <laughs> <laughs> What is the ass being a Malayan swallow? <laughs> what do you mean? African European. You will be a Dunmer <laughs> Nightblade. Okay, the the worst one, this this one killed me. It was question number five. It says your mother sends you to the market with a list of goods to buy. After you finish after you finish, you find that by mistake a shopkeeper have get, has given you too much money back in exchange for one of the items. And uh, this is where I was like, "Oh wait, I'm supposed to be role playing this character because I'm trying to figure out what you know. It's trying to figure out what I want to play as, and I-, I didn't know what to do because you know, in, in real life, you know, I-, I would give it right back. You know, I'm too stupid to to not be honest. You know, because I-, I just yeah. Um, but that's when I realized, oh crap, I'm supposed to be doing this for a purpose, and I didn't even know what to answer as my characters, because my, my character is always a sneak thief. I know I'm just gonna, you know, hide and run away from danger, but I don't know what to say on on that. That's this is horrible. 
I had a, a delight doing it, but it was so horrible. <laughs> well, what what did you what did you answer? Well, what did I? What were the the answers were? Oh, uh, oh, and on this wiki that I looked up the questions on, now it says combat magic strength or stealth for any of the answers. But uh, the the options were return to the store and give the shopkeeper his hard earned money, eh, explaining the mistake, which is what I would do. Um, magic is decide to put the extra money to good use and purchase items that would help your family. And the stealth uh, option is pocket the extra money, knowing that the shopkeepers in general tend to overcharge customers anyway. <sighs> Walmart. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart. Sky Mall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe in that the situation, I have to, well, I, I'd have to think. Okay, will the person get in trouble for this? Or you know, it depends on whether I'm lazy that day. I don't know. Anyway. Um. So, uh, yeah, I actually had no idea that they pertain to... All uh, things worth considering, of course. Yeah, uh, all things were considered, but that, like, hurt me. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, <laughs> so, well, well, did you yeah. Did you choose the, the stealth option? I didn't know that it was a stealth option. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I put... Wondering um, if you no, know. I couldn't do the role play on that one because I was like, no, I have to return to the store and give the money back. I have to do it. Very honorable. Good Only Liz would have an existential crisis over five extra septums. I do. Well, I, I would. I really would. Like Abe Lincoln. You know that story. Abe Lincoln going back and giving the lady her, her money. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he walked like five miles in the snow both ways to give a lady back her money. After you he know. chopped down the cherry tree. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. Oh, man. That's George Washington. I, I know. That's why it was funny. <laughs> Anyway, so most of my time was spent in Skyrim. I continued on this main quest, and only because I couldn't figure out what the hell else to do. Well, did you did you do any of the challenges? My challenge is my own, basically. Uh, okay, so yeah. so no. So I did option five or four or whatever. Right. So <laughs> you chose to you chose to ignore the challenge ignore, yeah, yet again. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> come on. So uh, yeah, well, I, you I know, I don't. I don't like, like a pretty starting. princess challenge or something. Do what? Make a pretty princess challenge or something. <gasps> I've already won that challenge. <laughs> oh, I've got some mods. Oh, they give you more colors and all this stuff. It's really cute. And oh, I started, uh, I figured out how to start making my own NPCs last night. This was at like four o'clock in the morning. I'd already taken my ambient at this point, And it was kind of like, that. it was that time between, you know, the time taking it and going to bed where I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? I tend to do weird stuff. So I decided to learn how to mod. <laughs> And, and it, it was actually very clear to me, and I was like, "Wow, this is really like you can get the uh, you can get a uh, character creator or whatever it's called. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's off of Steam. The creation yeah. kit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That creation kit. I didn't know you could get it off Steam. Yeah, <laughs> but I did, and That's I figured awesome. it out. It's actually really it's a lot easier than the one from Dragon Age. So when I, when are you going to make the the brand new Elder Scrolls off the record mod? I was actually thinking about that, doing that last night. That's kind of why my I'm tired because I stayed up a little too long looking at it and going like, "Oh, this is kind of cute." But first, um, there's going to be Liz's dating service, and it's going to be on Steam for sixty nine ninety nine. Skyrim boutique, oh, <laughs> pink uh, dresses, swing physics part two. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I was in Skyrim and I was on the main quest just because you know I didn't know what else to do. I also finished the the Mages Guild quest, and Varum was online with me last night when this happened. I was doing the last fight. I, is that Arcano? Is that the name of the bad guy in the Mages Guild? Arcano. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. yeah Ar- Arcano, I think. Arcano, 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 potato, potato, tomato, Arcano. Yeah, um, that guy. On um, Blitzen, on Donner. that um but my game had bugged and he wouldn't take damage even though i was doing everything correctly and all of a sudden while that game was bugged, i didn't realize it was bugged at this point but eric showed up my my beautiful beautiful husband showed up and hey honey what are you doing here and he wanted to help i guess I, i guess that's why he was there but there was so much chaos going on, and, you know, I'm having to pause every few seconds and take health potions. I don't really know what's going on. And um, so I finally find a hiding space because I realize something's up. And I look up, and um, on the ground was my beautiful, beautiful husband. Oh, oh no. no. And he might have had a bound arrow in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and I was very distraught. And, of course, you know, I, I yelled to Avarwin via Skype. Ah! And, um, but luckily I did realize that the game was actually bugged. So I was like, okay, this isn't my fault. Thank God. But then I also started to worry that he act- he purposely jumped in front of one of my arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Chipotle uh, uh... lets me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Oh, sad. <laughs> After that, I, well, you know, it, it actually crashed on me, so it reloaded everything. And, and I luckily I found a, a mod now that I can keep him at this other mod's house. So now he knows that's home, and he, he walks around and he makes potions and stuff, and it's kind of awesome. Mm, trying to find a, 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 a poison strong enough to kill him in five seconds. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! What? <laughs> SOC Hobbit says, uh, Liz, you got to get the dead thrall spell so you can bring him back when he does that. Ada, <laughs> cozy little prophet. Hey, so back to the main quest. Okay, so I had to, I stopped at the point where I had to go to Alduin's Wall because that, you, you all know that if you've played this, you know how long that freaking quest takes. <sighs> okay, so I go there, yeah, there's this area that I'm supposed to go to, and it's surrounded by Forsworn, who completely ignore the fact that there's a dragon flying in the air, and I think what happens is the priorities are shot in their heads from wearing, like, fresh animal skin with blood still on it. I think that's what happens, because they go crazy, and they were trying to kill me. <laughs> I, I, like, a dragon would be, like, shooting, I, I don't know, it was ice or fire or something, but, you know, it was spitting at me something, and this guy comes up behind me, hey, I have a sword! <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like me in, in a pvp situation when i know somebody is busy like in chivalry i've done that if i know somebody's busy with something else i'll sneak up behind them and try to kill them oh god i'm getting come up and I know, I know how you feel <laughs> <laughs> but i've started to wonder when i'm when i'm going on this quest does anyone get anything done in skyrim how do they do it because they walk slower than a toddler crawls uh, uh like going having that um it's not Tolfdeer, because that's from the Mages College, but whoever it is, that old man and then Wonder Woman following behind you. They just Wonder stop and Woman. chat. <sighs> Jerks. Anyway. Are you Sorry, talking about um, Esburn? Esburn, thank you. <laughs> Go away! 
<laughs> Go away! <laughs> but okay, so I get to this wall, and they're like, "Oh well, we need a shout." Go back to the graybeards. Oh, back to the damn graybeards. <laughs> so go back to the damn graybeards. And the guy's like, ah, well, if the world's going to end, so be it. I'm like, you are the laziest SOB I've ever encountered in a game ever. It was like, well, <laughs> you know what? You need this one word, and I don't know it. So you go trek back up the seven billion steps and go see Parthenax, or whatever his name is. Parthenon. Parthenax. That's that guy. Yeah, the Parthenax. Dragon. And he's even worse than the Greybeards are. I mean, this is this should be called Sky Slow or something. I don't know. <laughs> the only the only NPC that speaks slower than Parthenax is Hermamora. Oh, your favorite. <sighs> Could you imagine them sped up like a Benny Hill thing? Oh, Jesus. Like, you know, with that crazy music that plays in the background. Oh, with the, with the yakety sax in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the leader of the Greybeards, so I see where they get the slow-talking thing. They talk slower than a freaking ant. I can't... That's how <laughs> slow they talk. Rum, little orc. There you go. Yes. And then, what he does, you see, I mean, he sends me back to the Greybeards, and then they send me to the college, and then that guy sends me to Santa's workshop up in the north, and which, in order to get to, I, there's there's some kind of ocean or river or something, and... It's got they're little ice pa- icebergs, little icebergs, and I'm playing the hopscotch trying to get across this, and that's when I ended. I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. This is ridiculous. I don't know. So what time um, of night was this actually? Today. Oh, okay. All right, because I thought uh, I thought after you tried learning how to mod at four a.m. that you still went. No, <laughs> no, this was today. Oh, okay. Right. Um. Yeah, and then I played ESO today as well. And um, over the week, I've, I've flown through some pledges with some trusty guildies. I have to give a shout-out to these guys, Ebonwin, Sinoj, and Zephin. Um, Zephin's a very good tank of Arwen. I know he is. I've, I've <laughs> seen... I think he was tanking most of it, though. Pretty good, too. Very good. Yeah. Um, I love this guy. It was very quickly until you know, we, we had a little trouble with uh, falling off the edge at uh, the end of Elgin Hollow with... Um, oh, Ivarin, you know what that's like, right? <laughs> uh, I, Yeah, obviously I know exactly what that's like. And, you know, uh, nothing but uh, nothing but sympathies go out to any tank who's who's fallen off that, that stupid log bridge. <laughs> I, uh, it, yeah, it's it's going to happen. Um, it I, I wouldn't blame you. I mean, because I, I double-click. I, I do my roll so quickly... Sometimes I don't even know I'm about to roll dodge. Um, I would do that constantly. So, you know, I make fun of you, but I really, you know, do a good I've job. actually had to take roll dodge off in, yes. because I was rolling through people as I was trying to pickpocket them. I did notice that's the, that's the boss where he throws fire up in the air and then it'll land wherever you're standing. And I thought, if I time this just right, I can make. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. There, there, oh, goes, no. there goes Liz. She fell off the cliff. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, she fell off the cliff. Yeah, she went. She went goodbye. <laughs> are you there? Yeah, are you there? Uh, well, the internet couldn't handle the awesome. Uh, and <laughs> seems like the internet can't handle a lot of things today, including the awesome. And then Liz just randomly mutes herself. I, I no idea what the hell's going on with this show today. I was coughing. Oh, okay. I got my my freaking cat is trying to. Uh, uh, get me to stop doing the show. The internet's getting trying to get me to stop doing the show. I have no idea what the hell's going on. It's complete chaos everywhere. It's nuts. Dogs and cats living together. 
Mass hysteria. <laughs> Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Okay, so my last thing in, in ESO is that, okay, I play late nights. And um, so sometimes the PvP groups are kind of slim pickings. And all the quests I have in PvP, because my quest log's full. For I don't know how I got all these quests, but I have all these quests. And I can't pick up my daily crafting writs because I don't have enough room and I want to pick them up all at the same time. Um, so I want to get these serial quests out of the way. I want to drop them because I have no idea where I got them in the first place. <laughs> so uh, in, in Cyrodiil, all my quests, the quest markers are all up in the freaking north. And since I'm AD, I can't get to them also because the dang DC at night owns everything. Those <laughs> you, you guys got to stop that <laughs> because it would take hours for me to get to the two, not even keeps that we have, but the two main portals. So what needs to happen the, is the AD needs to pull their head out of their asses and, and start working together and, and get, the, uh, get there. I don't feel bad for anybody. If, well, if one faction too, is completely you know? taken over thought, your area, that's your fault. You need to get yeah. yourself together and take it back. Hey, you know what? And I am an adult, and I can own up to that. And I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to help get our territory back. Yeah. So that, then well, I can I mean, easily port to where I need to go. I mean, it was your fault, Liz. <laughs> no, I, but I, but still, you know what? Technically, and a lawyer could argue that it would be not well. <laughs> not uh, well at all. Because I was sneak armor, so I can go fast. Ah, Liz, you Liz, I gotta say, uh, I, I am just filled with happiness that uh, you know when I hear you get so passionate about PvP. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like this isn't this isn't Liz. It's a different uh, Liz. It's it's uh, Bizarro Liz. Yeah, it is Bizarro yeah, Liz. I have a mustache and everything. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <Then> squirrel it. Yeah, <laughs> see. Yeah. Um, but today, so. I decided to get on earlier today, and I thought, yeah, I would like to know what it's like to have, you know, my AD uh, bonuses back. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. And so I, I found a group today, and they invited me in. This is a group that knows what they're doing. And I got on TeamSpeak with them, and it was absolutely fun. They were very nice guys. And they even know, like, the other people in other factions. They're like, oh, hey, hey, there's that guy. He just took the scroll. Oh, jeez. And... So, <laughs> my Ronald favorite McDonald part clown shoe number one. <laughs> Do what? Ronald McDonald clown shoe number one took the scroll. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, clown shoes. <laughs> anyway, so we get the walls of this one keep down. Yay, great! Yeah, we're doing a great job. And they keep saying "run to the box," and I, I figured this is a PvP term because they they're abbreviating everything. So I, it's hard for me to keep up, but I'm doing it, and. So, like a good soldier, I followed them in. I thought they meant when they went into the keep that um, they meant get to the inner wall of the keep or something. But I followed along with the group. And no, they meant a real box. They literally got into <laughs> all of them like a clown car, all got into this one crate and just waited. And it was actually kind of fun because it was like hide and seek, uh, um, you know, and slash Trojan horse kind of thing or Trojan rabbit if you're a Monty Python fan <laughs> and we're like we're like bended down we're like <laughs> we're waiting for the DZ to come along <laughs> but I, I and I hope I'm not I haven't just outed their secret but I think it wasn't that big of a secret because DC immediately found us and um, <laughs> I kept people I was actually I think I was the last one alive um, I stay alive pretty well I got some kill streaks and all that kind of stuff it was fun good for you it's yeah. great yeah um I'm starting. Uh, this is my last thing, though. The um, 
in PvP, I am a good follower, but I've got... I'm so scared of being left behind like Vern in, uh, in Stand By Me. You know, hey guys, wait up! So I've made my mount uber, uber fast, and I've got that, that ability to make me go uber fast. But now I'm like Forrest Gump when you know when he's in Vietnam and he runs too fast and he outruns everybody? Mm. That's what I'm doing now, and I'm running into trouble for doing that. I'm like, hey, Bubba, where's Bubba? You know, I'm looking back for the crown. So I'll, I'll get better at this at some they point. They need horse racing soon. Uh, just for that reason now then they're going to make a potion of fast or whatever yeah yeah it wouldn't surprise me yeah. that's what I like alright um, so uh, if there's nothing else we should probably move on to uh, the crafting table guys ow son of a bitch Ah, uh, here we are. Vardenfell Libraries by The Wanderer, found on nexusmods.com. This is for Morrowind. Uh, what this is going to do is it is a library and book mod, but it's not just a large book depository. There's actually two joinable factions and many quests in order to advance within them. Uh, remember, though, that this is n- that just as in real life, not all books are great works. It is hoped, though, that everyone will find at least some books of interest. Also, as in every library, there may be several copies and versions of the same book. Each library holds some of the same books, but each also have books not found in other libraries. Um, Wanderer, who's the author of the mod, also says, Note, you cannot take the books, so don't even try. Uh, To gain effective ownership of all the books, you must rise to the top within the Society of Intelligent Scholars and become the head, at which time you will also be given a nicely appointed home within the headquarters complex. Uh, There is no other way to gain entry to this home. So that's Vardenfell Libraries by The Wanderer for Morrowind. I wonder if they have a copy of War and Peace. (laughs) You must not take the books past the Great Seal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, experience Potion Controversy and an update on further DLC for ESO in our discussion right now. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin. Dragonborn. Well, back in March, the Experience Booster, a gold-level experience potion that gave you plus 50% from all sources for two hours, was discovered. The data-mined image found by frequent Reddit user Dominoid uh, had been discovered in unreleased install files of Elder Scrolls Online and then posted by Dominoid on ESO's Reddit. Uh, The image caused huge controversy that we here at Elder Scrolls Off the Record weighed in on. Uh, The major issue was the community was upset about that this experience potion would be a crown store only item and would essentially be the very definition of a pay to win item for the game. Well, uh, since then, last week Dominoid had data mined another image from the ESO files. It appears to be an updated version of the experience potion boost with far different properties than 
previously seen before. Um, now, just as a just as a quick recap, um, what's going on here with this uh, new experience uh, potion? I love how it says level one for both. Yeah, of them. Just, it's I, like yeah, you know, first that. you get it when you're you know when you meet the um, the. I want to say the visage, but you're the visage. Um, what's his name? Uh, the prophet. Dumbledore. The prophet. Yeah. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. Actually, now you meet Lyris first. Yeah. But it's a trophy, and it's level one, and it's bound on um, both the old version and the new version. Right. You uh, now the, what this it's called an experience intens- intensifier essence. It's made for uh, level one characters. It's a trophy, and it says you gain the maximum possible experience points from all sources for one hour. Current max, 50% more than base. Limit of 10% of the experience needed to level per event. Timer pauses when you're offline and resumes when you return. can only be consumed if you are not veteran ranked. There is no cooldown. Um, the one before that, that caused all the controversy was an experience booster you can gain at level 1. It was, it was considered a potion. Uh, you gain 50% experience points. Bonus from all sources for 2 hours. Timer pauses when you're offline, resumes when you return. It had a 7200 second cool, cool down. So so uh, the, the real question is, is what do we think about this? Um, if this actually goes live, What's what's our opinion on this? And also, we got to buffer it with this that um, anything data mined is not finalized. Zoss had said this when the first potion was, you know, sort of sort of came out. Um, so, what do you think? Let's let's start with let's start with Mike on this one. I like how it says only can be consumed if you're not veteran rank, so yes. it can't be used to get uh, champion points. So it's going to allow people that might be a little bit behind, or if you have an alt. To get to that level fifty faster, I think a lot um, of people feel that way. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think that's the only thing they really needed to change to make people well, uh, and the stackable thing um, to make people okay with it. I would agree to that. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Rob? Uh, okay. Um, the the <laughs> Rob's already got fifty of them. <laughs> No, I have a hundred. No, because I collect them in case I need them, but I just never use them. Uh, because this is an Elder Scrolls game, right? Yes, and yeah, yeah. that's what so, you do with every sword. Um, uh, we're going to talk about that later. Let's let's. We'll talk- <laughs> but, uh, but, but no, with with this, yeah, I, I was not keen on what the original incarnation was. Now, with this though, I, I, I do like this a lot more than I liked the the original incarnation. Um, the only thing that concerns me with this is, is it says that it can only be consumed if you're not veteran ranked, which is which is good. You know, I, I, I like that aspect of it. But, again, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Zoss has already stated that they do intend to remove veteran ranks at some point. Oh, so does that mean that when that finally occurs that anybody can use this? If so, then is it going to affect 
uh, is it going to affect uh, champion point accrual? Because if veteran ranks are gone, then they're obviously going to have to change that mechanic. So, you know, I'm 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 going to remain cautiously optimistic about this, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know not gonna salute it and you know give it a send off just yet. I think that's very conservative of you, Rob. I I uh, I, I like that. I definitely like that. Um, that was an awesome point on the champion. Yeah, yeah it really was. Uh, who the hell knows? Who who the hell knows? You know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm sort of flabbergasted to be honest. Um, you know, I like the fact that this thing basically says that um, you can only use it if you're not veteran ranked. Um, but you know, I only like that because. A lot of the community out there would say that if they were, if this kind of thing um, were to be used after veteran ranks, that that would be an issue. I think it's an issue no matter what. I don't like experience boosters. I think it's stupid. I think if you're going to play the game, then you should play the game. And if you create a new character, you should understand there is a certain amount of time it's going to take you to get to one to fifty. Um. I understand that 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 Zoss needs to make money, and that people are because they're just don't want to create a character and do that that grind from one to fifty again are going to be uh, attracted to this kind of thing and, and give Zoss a lot of money. Um, that's not me. That's not my gameplay. Um, so I don't want this crap in the game. But it's going to be in the game. So I just have to sort of suck it up and, and take it. Just like the rest of us who don't like it. I'd rather see this, though, than being able to buy a character already maxed to 50. And I start Whoa. like that. Whoever said yep. that? Well, that's well, what you can do in WoW. Is you can buy what, oh. level 90. At, right now, like a new character, you can buy at level 90. So you don't have to grind all the way up. Yeah, and then you just have to earn those last 10 levels since the cap in there is now 100. But still, I mean, you know, something like that in ESO would, would be very bad for it. And, you know, I, I see where Varwin's you know, coming with this. You know, I, I feel the same way. Um, you know, all, all joking aside, I probably would not get this. Um, because, I mean, if, you know, if, if they're going to get rid of the veteran rank, characters i have two characters left in my whole eight character lineup that are not veteran ranked so this is not going to do me any bit of good when it finally comes out if it finally comes out yeah this is this is a i guarantee you that this is going to find its way onto the store when consoles come out I, i guarantee you that because this is this is not meant for us this is meant for console players when because that's a brand new population that's why this is meant for console players. It's a it's a player base for Elder Scrolls Online that doesn't have a whole bunch of different characters. So they are going to want to debut this item. So it, it it's extremely effective for a brand new population, which is what I think um, you know you're you're calling attention to. Had you know this come out, let's just say for sake of example, it came out when when the game launched for PC and Mac. Um, we would be able to take advantage of this while making our our characters. 
Um, but, but since that's not the case, you know, it doesn't make any sense for a lot of us because we've, we've got a, a huge list of characters that we're not willing to, to, um, to delete at this point. So it doesn't make any sense for, for us. I think it makes more sense for, for uh, an untapped population like console players. And it comes out right at the beginning so people don't have to remember to go buy something or whatnot. Right. But remember, there's also that rumor that are veteran ranks really going to be taken away? Hmm. Um, it's a okay. rumor. They, you know, it's, a, it's a confirmed rumor uh, that they are looking to to take them away you know um by paul sage via this this show uh back in back in the winter um but is that still the case now uh who knows who who knows what's going on things change things do change so you never know and you know everything on this list could change too but i like if we keep veteran ranks i like the way it is what they've changed I think they were having trouble with the inventories with the veteran ranks that, you know, if you get rid of veteran ranks, how do you deal with the fact of, you know, somebody having a, a Nightwood bow that has to then backtrack it and, you know, lose all that power, mm. you know, even with the champion points there? Well, here's something else. All right. Here's here's some good news. Well, if you don't consider the uh, the experience potion thing good news... Um, which I don't, but I know many of you do. So, so I did until Rage brought up the fact that the veteran system might be going away. <laughs> I'm happier. <laughs> I'm happier about that. If they if they have to come out with a potion, I'm happier about about what's you know what what this could mean. This new potion, I'm happier about that than I am about the other thing, um, the older one. But this is definitely good news right here. Um, on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Zoss had had spoken a little bit about the cadence for download content uh, when asked by a fan uh, when should we expect the first DLCs to come out Zoss replied uh, we'll we'll have more information closer to release so keep an eye out and then and then uh, another reply was okay but what's going to come first and then they said we plan to replace re- we plan to release Imperial City after the console launch and Orsinium is slated for release after that. So you're going to get console, right? The the game's going to come to consoles, then the Imperial City is coming out, then uh Orsinium, the the next adventure zone uh will be will be due out after Imperial City. That seems to be the current plan as confirmed by Elder Scrolls Online, their Twitter account, at TES Online. I think many people, uh, uh, as as uh, Mike had written here, um, I think many people saw this and got excited, myself included. Then, when you read closely, they gave no estimated time other than June console release. But we now have an order of which is going to come out first. So I appreciate you... Uh, tossing that in there mike this was a good find um these have been uh, these have been thrown out the imperial city and orsinium i just know those words but i don't even remember what the hell they're supposed to be doing or what they are i don't even remember one is going to be in cyrodiil and it's going to be pvp lock type of thing uh with special crafting going on and the other one is um a non-leveled uh expansion area kind of like um Craig Lauren, but for single players or double players in um, DC area, but you'll be able to access it, I guess, 
anytime, maybe? Yeah, any yeah. any faction can get into Arsinium. It doesn't matter where okay. it's at. Um, Wouldn't it be funny if these guys took the approach of the the way the Dragon Age people do it, and they're like, hey, we've got something come up. Bam, the next day it's coming. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. They just surprise the hell out of everybody. Well, I think they've done that a couple of times now. So, you know, but they also has a lot of stuff that they've hyped that hasn't come out. So, like Imperial City and, and right. <laughs> I mean, people that have screenshots, they've shown screenshots. Yeah. You know, uh, but they've hyped the crap out of these things. But then they've had other things that they've just bang yeah. came out the next day. Like, you know, most of the time it causes all kinds of stir, though. Which, you know, I, I understand why they had to put this stuff in the back burner because they were, you know, they had the console debacle to to get over. They had the end game content thing that people were saying. But I never had a problem with the end game content. Everyone else did. I don't understand ah. why. But that's a, you know, that's 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 my that's my opinion. And I'm, you know, in the minority and that's fine. But um, they had to yeah. revamp that whole thing. Rob, what do you think about? What do you think about this this uh, pseudo confirmation as the the uh, the cadence and release of uh, the order of the uh, the release on this? I think it is a little glimmer of hope uh, that yeah, good. you know they, they're trying to put to rest because it is a very big uh, conversation and, and heated conversation topic on the forums uh, and a, a lot of. Um, you know, uh, you know, media outlets or websites around the the interwebs that are talking about the cadence of the uh, uh, the release date for DLC, um, because they they really haven't said anything or given a timeline. Like the only thing that they've officially said, other than this, is after console. You know, and, and everything is going to be coming after console. So at least with this, we now know that the Imperial City will be coming before Orsinium. So, other than other than this, they have said nothing. So, I think that this is good that they're starting to get this information out. But time, you know, time's going to tell. Agreed. Uh, what about you, Mike? So, I was really excited to see this, but then I made the realization that we're, you know, in May now. We're not that far away from the console release. Um, you know, and I'm getting a train. Okay, that's all right. Uh, let's go over to Liz. What do you think? What's your what's your opinion? If you have an opinion, uh, not really. I just I just figure once the console releases, then everything will come into place. I think everyone kind of figured that this was going to happen. Uh, that once once the consoles came out, then of course they were going to be you know uh, vocal on on the release dates of. Well, it of- feels more set in stone. Like sure. once the console releases, it feels like okay, that's it because that's going to be a huge player base. Exactly. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad on on um, that the Imperial City is going to come out first, then then Orsinium. Um, well, yeah, I am because <laughs> I, I think PvP folks um, they really haven't had any updates other than you know major rebalancing and whatnot um, since the game has launched, and I, I think it's good that they're getting a big a big upgrade to to their gameplay their favorite gameplay us pve guys you know we've gotten a lot of upgrades you know the uh the end game content that was a tremendous upgrade and let's not forget about um you know the daily undaunted quest and the insertion of of the undaunted as well is was was huge for pve wait did i tell you guys that i finished uh the uh deal uh dsa 
Uh, you did? No. No, you didn't. That congratulations. That's that's. Oh, look at that! Huge. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, the only thing I have to say is that once console releases, you know, in June here, they're gonna have to then go back to starting to release on a regular basis because they're not gonna have any excuse of like, oh, the champion system's coming out and we're working on that, or oh, the, the console's coming out and we're working on that. They're gonna have to start releasing on a regular basis again because, yeah. uh, you know, all of these big projects, you know, aren't gonna be there. As they're why we aren't releasing content. And, and you know what? I think they know that. Yeah. I think they do. All right, guys. Uh, Tamriel's Rumors. We've got something here that I think you'll appreciate in just a minute. Oh, my God, Becky. Did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> all right guys you heard it i've heard it we've all heard it rumor has it folks elder scrolls online is not a real elder scrolls game mm. <laughs> why do i hear in my head i'm predicting that uh, rage is gonna do his nerd voice <laughs> uh, I, screw you guys i'm going home <laughs> So um, I wanted to I wanted to take this take this on. Um, listen, Elder Scrolls Online has been has been out for over a year now, and the the new and shiny has uh, has has finally gone away. It's lost its luster, and now it's it's either something that you enjoy or something that you just don't enjoy. Um, but one thing I, I I keep seeing on the internet is is how it's not an Elder Scrolls game. Or that it is an Elder Scrolls game. And, and a year out, we're still having this discussion. And um, I would like to revisit the discussion. Because I know before the game launched, uh, we've had it a couple of times. But now that the game's been out, we've, we've played it. We've loved it. Um, we, we, uh, we've played it. Uh, we, we, we played it incessantly and then have... have uh, um, waned in our enthusiasm and uh, has come back again back and forth as that happens uh, I think we're able to now take a step back and look at the game objectively and say is this is this really an Elder Scrolls game is this a solid iteration to the Elder Scrolls franchise uh, we have reasons as to why it is we have reasons as to why it's not um, but first I kind of want to go around the table uh, let's start uh, let's start with Rob Start with Rob, and uh, and ask, what do you think? Do you think you think this is this is a solid iteration? And is so, if so, or if not, why? Well, uh, first, I do believe that this is an Elder Scrolls game, uh, mainly because it it contains a lot of the lore. Uh, now, albeit it is. Um, as far as the lore is concerned, a significant time frame away from the single player games, but um, a lot of the lore is consistent, uh, and, and also the races. For me, the fact that that we have these races and all of the um, like the like the races actually have their culture. 
Like, they have a specific culture in this game, uh, or, or just in the Elder Scrolls um, franchise itself. And a lot of that carries over into ESO, and it has it still has that feel. Regardless of what the game looks like, regardless of how it plays, it it still has that feeling of Elder Scrolls for me. So the chat room's weighing in. Uh, Lunaratech is saying, I suppose it depends on what each player gets out of their Elder Scrolls experience. To me, ESO is, without a doubt, an Elder Scrolls uh, game. Uh, Captain Dumak is saying, ESO has Altmer, therefore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Forever Gamer is saying, the Elder Scrolls lore is there. It's an Elder Scrolls game. Most people were expecting a multiplayer Skyrim. Uh, more, of course, are are weighing in. Uh, Liz, what about what about you? Um, you know, obviously, Skyrim is your favorite Elder Scrolls game, it's the one you're most familiar with. Uh, you've you've gone back. Uh, well, actually, no, wasn't Oblivion your first Elder Scrolls game? Yes, it was. Um, absolutely, my first Xbox game. Well, no, Dragon Age was. Anyway, yeah, I've been there for a while. <laughs> okay, so so that that's that's good to know. Um, so comparing Oblivion against Skyrim and then those two experiences which are different uh with they're with different but they're online. not that different but uh, you know um some of the other games I just dipped my toes into Morrowind and I, uh, of course interface wise and graphics wise you know they're, they're different in that aspect but um I I was talking to you about this last night and I just said you know um as long as the guy that looks like the Disney character what is it uh <laughs> what's his Mickey Mouse <laughs> No. About, uh, oh, geez, I, I can't believe I forgot his name too. Um, I did. The lore master over at uh, Zenimax. Yeah. Oh, Lawrence Schick. Lawrence Schick. Yes, yes. thank you. Um, a- as long as he's doing the lore for it, it's an Elder Scrolls game. Well, so I think Nick. even if he wasn't doing the lore for it, you know, as long as they're consistent, which I think that they've been pretty consistent with all of the games. Well. There are some, you know, blurbs and blobs that, you know, are different. But remember, the interregnum really doesn't have anything written about it. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least call out the other side here, which says that the lore of Elder Scrolls Online is completely destroyed, has completely destroyed the lore of the entire series, that um, none of it makes any sense uh, compared to the established lore that happened before the game. Yeah, but you got to be like Mike and really, really pay attention <laughs> I don't even. I wouldn't even go that I, far with it, Liz. I think the answer to that that argument is twofold. Number one, there's so many examples of that happening with every other Elder Scrolls game out there. It's they right. change they change the lore with every game to make that game a better experience than it would have been had the lore not changed. Look at look at Khajiits for God's sake. Um, up Mark until, goes on and on about that. Yeah, and and he's right. You know, uh, you know, if you if you played Arena and Daggerfall, Khajiit were were humans that had tails, and they were descendants, supposedly, uh, according to legend, from from you know, man like cats. And then you go into the first game to to show them as fully fledged bipedal cats it was Redguard. And you want to talk about any? If you want to talk about a game that is completely different than than anything else in the series you look at Redguard. I, I i don't i really don't <laughs> i really don't know how they consider Redguard to be an elder scrolls game but uh the fact because it, it literally breaks uh 
every every Elder Scrolls convention and tenant that exists, with the exception of most of the lore. Um, Mike, what about you? Well, you know, I think one thing they should bring back from Red Guard is the orc blood needed to, you know, make healing potions or strength potions or whatever it is. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the chat room, they're talking about uh, Coda and how it's fanfic, but remember the guy who wrote Coda, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was like, you know, uh, really like the go-to in the very beginning and wrote a lot of the original lore uh, for the games. Um, so Coda is this, it's a comic book uh, type of thing that oh. um, I can't remember his name right now and it's bugging the heck out of me. Uh, Kirkbride wrote and uh, Michael Kirkbride. And uh, it's set like on the moon uh, and uh, there's been all kinds of like, you know, Tamriel has been destroyed and it's set in the future and you know, the Nerverine has come back and uh, the brass god. And all, it's all kinds of craziness. It makes no sense at all. But, you know, he wrote a huge amount of uh, Morrowind's story. So, you know, it's not canon lore. It's, you know, but he did contribute hugely to the series. Um, but back to Elder Scrolls Online. Um, you know, part of the thing is, is it a uh, an MMO? You know, is it Elder Scrolls? Um I'd say it's an Elder Scrolls game. I mean, every Elder Scrolls game is just slightly different from the others. And yeah. each of them brings something different to the table. Uh, otherwise, you you know wouldn't want to play it. I mean, you know, if all you would got was, you know, Morrowind for now and forever, I mean, you know, we would never have had Oblivion. We never would have had Skyrim, you know. Here's and just think, if we had to go back to Daggerfall, I threw this stuff across the room after, you know, an hour of playing. <laughs> here's, here's a couple of things. That, that people cite when they say it's not an Elder Scrolls game. Number one, which I think is completely, totally off base, is that they say the simple fact that it's an MMO takes it out of, it's just, it can't be an Elder Scrolls game because it's an MMO and no Elder Scrolls game can be an MMO. Um, another thing they say that it's not open world, which it's true to say that it really isn't open world. Um, and you can't make your own class. It's not possible in Elder Scrolls Online. These are three things that most people call out saying it's not an Elder Scrolls game. First of all, it's an MMO, it's not open world, and you can't make your own class, which are huge things. That, that first one kind of umbrellas everything else, basically. And I think they had to make decisions, you know, that some people were like, oh, I'd like to be able to do this, or I'd like to be able to do that. Well, you know, it's like the concept of, you know, in the real world, you know, you can't go around, you know, killing people because, well, there's laws against it. Mm. You know, just because you want to do it. Yeah. So, you know, you can't go around stealing from other players. You know, you can't go around, you know, outside of PvP, you know, killing other players. You know, you're going to run into the people that want to, you know, just, you know, stand and make armor all day and dye it different colors. You know, is that playing wrong? No, that's the way they want to play. You know, I remember back to when, the before I started on the show, one of the episodes, people were, you know, saying that, you know, members of the, the show were playing the, the game wrong because they were sneaking everywhere instead of running in and just slaughtering everything. Well, no, that's the way the person wanted to play. Here's, here's, uh, here's some reasons, all right, um, which, which, we, which I think puts it back into, into the Elder Scrolls umbrella, the Elder Scrolls family. 
Um, can You can't make your own class. That's true to say, but you can make hybrid classes. You can pick and choose cafeteria style. Um, cafeteria style? Well, yeah, you know, how you go into a you know, cafeteria and just, you know, Are grab you calling it. my character a piece of meat? Uh, yeah. It's not? Uh, a, a, <gasps> hot, a hot piece of meat. Well, okay. <laughs> You're forgiven. <laughs> you can you can pick and choose the, the kinds of, of uh, skills that you want to use on your hot bar. You can pick and choose which skills you actually open up and which ones you decide to level. Um so in a way, you know, can you create your own class? No. But what you can do is you can choose how your class plays and and your character can be almost utterly different than than the next character of the same class. You know, you can have a a casting uh mage like templar and you can have a heavy armor uh tank type of of templar as well and both are 100% viable in end game the the, the differences uh between the two are vast but it's still a templar so can you make your own class no but you absolutely can customize it to the point where it is your own and that exists in every elder scrolls game is it open world no it is not open world it absolutely is a theme park uh mmo but There's distraction and discoverable based content, which means that it, it, it feels, um, it feels open world and it's not on rails, which is very important. I think that as we get more expansions, we're going to get that more open world feel where you don't have to be in a zone from level one to 15, you know, 15 to 25, that we're going to get ones where, you know, you just go. And I think that's what a lot of people were hoping for with the silver and gold content, that you would just go and, uh, you know, you could play for a long time in those zones without over-leveling the, the mobs. Right. Uh, to say that it's not an Elder Scrolls game because Bethesda didn't make it is, is kind of silly as well. Um, that, would, that would be like, like saying that Fallout 3... Um, and Fallout New Vegas, that Fallout New Vegas is not a Fallout game because Bethesda didn't didn't um, didn't make that, and that Fallout Three is not a, a Fallout game because um, whoever originally owned the IP uh, didn't didn't make it. Bethesda made it. It's and Zenimax is a sister company of Zenimax, which Zenimax Online Studios is a sister company of of Zenimax, and Bethesda is a sister company of Zenimax as well. Cinemax Media, and and they've had close discussions together in building Elder Scrolls Online. So, if you know how the game was built, that is not a you can't consider that. It's not a. It's it not, does feel like this <laughs> argument, though, that it's not an Elder Scrolls game sounds like. And I know this isn't the case, but it sounds like um, somebody that has only played on a console. It sounds like more of an argument that they would make, I think, because a lot of um, console players, a lot of them, unless you know Halo or, or Call of Duty, which I wasn't, but um, they think of games as single player games. And, and, you know, when they think of an MMO, it's something completely different. Um, I'm just thinking of my co-host on another show that, that will only play on console and they they will try this when it comes out on console, but it will be a completely different game to them uh, than it is to me. Mm. Um. um. All right. So, what what would make this feel 
um, more more like an Elder Scrolls game, given these limitations. What do you, what do you guys think? Let's start with Liz. I think that um, once they come along, a, a Dark Brotherhood, um, yeah, people true. will be, yeah, uh, little thing. well, not little. Those were big storylines that people loved, and uh, I get they spanned across the game. So something like that, when, when or if and when it comes out. Yeah. What do you think, Rob? What would what would make it feel more like an Elder Scrolls game? Well, I can think of a lot of things, but I'm just going to pick one. Um, what I think that they should do, since they just released Justice System, uh, what they should do is they should make players pickpocketable, but you couldn't actually steal from the player. Like it would just be a success or a failure, um, and you would just get like gold or some item that didn't actually come from that player's inventory. If, that would unfortunately, make it- no. I mean that that would make it feel a little bit more open world. I mean I know a lot of people are looking for a you know sandbox like the single players, but that's not what ESO is. Yeah, I, you know to make uh, I would have liked a sandbox approach to this MMO versus the theme park, where a theme park MMO is you you've got zones that are that are um, there's a lot of different things that make up the definition of a theme park MMO, um, but one of them is is having zones that are tailored specifically for a certain level range and you do quests within there and you complete that and you move on to to the next thing i would have liked i'm sorry the problem with that that you know stealing from other players who's to say that um rage you and i uh could just stand there and try to pickpocket each other and get gold and experience and all that crap well then you put a cooldown on a particular player but i'm not a developer so i don't know how difficult that would be (laughs) right um, Mike, what about you? What what are what's something that you would think would make this feel more like an Elder Scrolls game? So I have to agree with uh, Lunatic and Forever Gamer eighty seven housing, because so many of us have come from Skyrim where we were hoarders. We would hoard cabbage, you know, for God's sake, yeah. you know, that you are able to in your house drop items, not destroy them, not keep them in an inventory, but either display them on racks, put them on shelves. You know, or just drop them on the floor, you know, and whether it's contained server side or on your own computer, you know, I think that will do it for a lot of people right there. Cabbage and cheese wheels all over the place. <laughs> all right. Well, here, here's the final word, guys. All right. The fact is every Elder Scrolls game is different from one another. All right. There's offshoots like like mobile Elder Scrolls games. All right. Like the Elder Scrolls travel series, Stormhold, Dawnstar, Shadow Key. Oblivion Mobile, Oblivion for the for the PSP. All right, let's not forget Battlespire and Redguard. Redguard, Redguard was a third-person action slasher with zero character customization and totally on the rails. You but it had those voice actors, right? Which were awful. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get any further from Elder Scrolls than that. You can't get any further from Elder Scrolls than Redguard. By all accounts, Redguard is the Legend of Zelda with an Elder Scrolls skin on it. <laughs> ESO is an Elder Scrolls game. It's a spin-off, a love letter to the entire series uh, and its fans by allowing us to group together and adventure together. It's a, it's a testament to the 20 years Time Rail has been around and a nod to the franchise's continued existence for the next 20 to come. It's an Elder Scrolls game because, it, because it's different. It's an Elder Scrolls game because it's Tamriel. It's an Elder Scrolls game. That's that's just that's just the end of it right there. Um, I don't really think there's there's a whole lot of debate. 
after that. All right. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, we've got guild updates this week in Tamriel Holidays, plus your comments from YouTube and a few emails right after this. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. <laughs> Mike, that shark thing was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right, uh, kick it over to Rob. We've got some. Uh, we've got some events coming up for our guilds in ESOTR and Elder Scrolls Online. All right, thank you. Um, just to reiterate, uh, we do have a guild for each faction in Elder Scrolls Online. Akatosh, which is our Aldmeri Dominion guild is now being run by a absolute ruthless tyrant of a guild leader, otherwise known as Liz. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, I, uh, I have uh, taken a step back from Akatosh uh, and uh, felt that uh, Liz would, would do a much better job at running uh, the, the Dominion Guild uh, than, I, uh, than I would. Uh, so she has... Uh, uh, she has accepted that, and uh, everybody must bow to her, or we will all die. Uh, so, not at that, first. It's a good change. I like this change. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can live with this change. Uh, but looking to do dungeon runs for people, um, but has little idea on how to gather people for it. So, um, may need another solid member to be there, so we don't spend forever trying to find a group. So, um, and that that could technically be said for all three of the guilds. Uh, all three of the guilds are actively running some sort of events uh, or, or dungeon runs. Uh, at this time, we don't have any specific events on the calendar, but as I said last week, we do like to be spontaneous, so anything could pop up. Usually on the weekend, we might just decide, you know what, we are going to make a you know naked insert race here uh, run. So we, we like to do stuff like that, little dance contest that we have in uh, in uh, various cities. And uh, uh, last week we had the uh, Jester's Day, which was a big success. Uh, so, yeah, our guilds are a lot of fun. Uh, if you're interested in joining any of our guilds, uh, you can uh, find any of us in-game. Um, or you can go to questgamingnetwork.com slash forums, and in our uh, QGN guilds section on our forums, there is a link on how to join any of these guilds and a, uh, a contact list of people you can uh, find in-game uh, so that uh, you can get an invite. Absolutely, and people with your ideas for the dungeon stuff... Um because uh, I don't know what 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 even people need anymore. I mean, are there people still running lower level dungeons that are very high level? Are there just people that want help getting through? So uh, shoot me an email in game at Mistress Lobo, and um, I'll get a feel for what people need. Because I would love to, you know, get people leveled up. So uh, Osgand Liz is saying in the chat room. Uh, so Mistress, would you say in place of a dark lord, you would have a queen, not dark but beautiful and terrible as the dawn, treacherous as the seas, stronger than the foundations of the earth? All shall love me and despair. 
No, no, I would not say that. <laughs> I'm just, an empress, damn it. Just, just asking. Empress. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make me empress. How do I get to be empress in this game? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? You, we don't even have time to go into all of that. Oh, yeah. come on. We can do it, guys. Play in Cyrodiil for like That's 40 true. days straight and never sleep. Okay, I can do that. Um, yeah. Well, that could be a goal. Yeah. That's, I'll have, I'll turn all the, um, Akatosh people into soldiers. My soldiers. My army. No, I'm just kidding. So, Osgand, uh, I think you're right. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mike, this week in Tamrielic Holidays. Uh, so this week in Tamrielic Holidays, second planting, second seed the seventh. So tomorrow. The celebration of second planting is in full glory this day. It is a holiday with traditions similar to first planting. Improvements on the first seedling symbolically to suggest improvements on the soul. The free clinics of the temples are open for the second and last time this year, offering cures for those suffering from any kind of disease or affliction. Because peace and not conflict is stressed at this time, battle injuries are healed only at full price. So, hopefully you get out there and enjoy Second Seed. Okay, on to your YouTube comments from episode 148. This comes from Fearsome Pigeon, who says, I have a challenge for Varwin. Finish the main quest line in Oblivion. I've heard you... <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I've heard you say you've never done that, and as lead host for the show, you should complete it. Well, I agree. Uh, wholeheartedly, and um, it's not that I haven't tried. Um, it's just I've hit a lot of roadblocks trying to do it. Um, part of the reason why I was doing the Mage's Guild quest is so I could level up my uh, restoration magic. Um, I have a character that has finally completed that, and uh, I will look to do that. Uh, this one comes from Siege Deluxe. I'm all in favor for supporting modders. This one from Yorin Bogard. Love how you pronounce my name, Liz. Would love to see someone else give it a try as well. As a tip, the O-E is pronounced like dough without the D-O. Do. Without the D. Oh, and great episode. Well, thanks. Your whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'll have to... I apologize. Have to my, uh, yeah, I'll have to brush up on my... my uh, international languages um this one comes from ward says haha there needs to be an obligatory varwin facepalm moment for future episodes well i can say that due to all the technical difficulties uh happening in this particular episode not only is it chock full with uh with that um you you might also catch a few moments of me trying to bottle up complete and total rage so you'll have to uh, s uh, look very close, but I'm sure it's there. And this how one, how do we get rage in a bottle? I know, I don't know. <laughs> you know and how hard it is. I have. There was four different times that I can pinpoint during this episode where I've wanted to punch my fist through my monitor. Legitimately. I know, and it's scaring me. I'm ready to kill something. <laughs> <laughs> Comcast. <laughs> uh, this is either from IV, the Doctor VI, or for the Doctor Six. <laughs> um, either way, I say he's clever. 
who says, uh, what's up, guys? It's McGee. I actually found Hackdirt by accident when escorting these twin NPCs to reclaim their home, Weatherly. Uh, I decide to go back after finishing that quest. It kind of reminded me of the movie Wrong Turn and The Hills Have Eyes. Listener, about three years now. Keep up the great work. Well, for the Doctor Six, uh, I, I do intend on keeping up the great work, and hopefully this episode will have some great editing work in it uh, so it uh, doesn't completely suck. Because <laughs> um, the stream is complete crap. Uh, it keeps going down. This is, I think, the fourth or fifth time it just went down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on to our emails. Uh, Liz, I believe you said you were going to take this uh, this first one here. Oh, crap, I did just to placate you, but now you remember. Damn it. <laughs> All right, so, so no, I'll, I can do, I can do it. I'll take the first email, and then you do the second, please. I can, I can, do, I can do it. No, no. Um, okay, on the latest episode of one of your challenges... Uh, it was to com- become a vampire, then turn to hunting them. You invited us to send you a message written in our character's voice. So here is the story of my female Breton, Tormalina. Tormalina. Okay, this is an excerpt from a journal found inside Redwater Den. First entry. I can lie to myself no longer. I am a killer. Even though I have never swung a blade or loosed an arrow, I have killed nonetheless. Through a series of strange occurrences, I find myself as acting as headmistress of Winterhold College. In these cold halls, my thoughts fall upon all those who have died by my actions, their minds twisted into slaughtering each other at my command. I must get away from this place and its ghosts. I will leave my former classmate, Onmund, in charge. He does not know that I mean not to return. Second entry. I sought to the warmth of the bannered mayor in Whiterun. There worked Isolda, a friend from before I went to college. She reminded me of myself, sweet, innocent girl with a few not-so-innocent secrets. But she barely recognized me and treated me like a customer. She only attained this position of hers by virtue of one of my many regrets. I sat in a corner swimming in ale while she spent the evenings talking, about, talking to that John Battleborn, Jan Battleborn. One particular night, my resentment and jealousy could no longer be contained, and I infiltrated his mind, making him go berserk. Before the guards could cut him down, he struck at Ysolda, and they both lie dead. Jan had had dropped a note telling of a secret relationship with a rival family, Olfina Greymane, and it seemed that he had only been confiding in Ysolda. Now they were both gone, because of me. Third entry. I slid into a deep hole, and I don't know how long I was there. I eventually woke in the sewers of Riften, covered in skeever bites and surrounded by empty skoom bottles. My cravings were consuming as I searched for more. The local Khajiit pointed me towards Redwater Den, reputed to make the strongest skooma around with a special recipe. I realized how special it was after I drank it and woke up inside a cell deep within the den. Turns out the secret ingredient was tainted blood and I was being used to enslave unsuspecting addicts. I managed to unlock my cell and make a quiet escape. The daylight burned and blinded me, and I sought swift revenge underground. I no longer craved ale or skooma, but had an agonizing thirst like never before for something else. My last entry. I know what I am now, and I know what I must do. The strength has returned, and my power has grown to the point where I can even affect the minds of the dead. I have come to embrace myself for who I am a killer and the vampires of Redwater Den will learn that soon enough they will only be at the beginning 
for I will purge these lands of their existence until only I remain. I will walk the night unafraid. I will fight darkness with darkness. Thanks for reading and for always being such an awesome professionals, which is the perfect combination of professional and casual. (laughs) Mike B. Mike B. Great job, Liz. Great job, Liz. Great job. That was really good. John and yawn. <laughs> I think I think it's John, but I don't know. Jarun. I don't know. When you're reading cold, it's rough. <laughs> it is rough. It is. It's and that's, that's why I'm making you do the rest. Uh, yay! So this comes from Ronin, who says, "Hello, QGN." <laughs> Ron just wanted to say he picked up modding, thanks to getting the workbench back. This one's trying to make his own follower, but more talkative. It is a lot of trial and error. Slowly, it's getting better. This one already made the game crash a lot. It's good thing he made some backups. This one wanted to get some tips from the community and say, it's a lot of fun trying to make a mod work. From Ronin. Well, Ronin, um, looking forward to playing your mod whenever it comes out. Let us know. And uh, always look forward to uh, your emails, too. Uh, let's see. This one comes from Draloth Velkareth. And, uh, let's see. How about, uh, I don't know, either Rob or Mike, whichever one you want to take this. So I think Rob said he was going to do it in uh, one of his special ones. Oh, a spe- yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, come on, please. Make <clears throat> Marwin happy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to do this. Okay. Okay. Hey, yeah. Uh- just listened to your show today at work, and you all brought up great points on the mods for cash thing Steam was doing. I think, like most of you said, it's a little late to start adding cash to mods, but what they really should do is more of a donation thing, because some people have the money to help make mods better and others don't. I think this would have worked out better also if they had did some port, some sort of poll on this idea with the fans first. Maybe I maybe maybe have Steam email all players with the game or something. Anyways, I also wanted to let Ibarwin know that the SKSE is much better now since it has an installer and it works great. On that same page where you downloaded it, hit installer. I have been using the current build and not the beta, so make sure you give that a go. Also, just wanted to say, be safe at work with all those stupid people acting like they can just do whatever they want. Sincerely, Drayloth Belkrip. What the hell? What the hell? Oh no, Zeus. <laughs> I had to up because I was going to laugh <laughs> over you. <laughs> that part was amazing. <laughs> I could tell if you were Cleveland or... <laughs> <laughs> There's a bar one going red. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Be safe with all them stupid people at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Oh. oh you sir god. are welcome. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> that was great. That was the topper. Well, Trailoth. Uh, great, great, um, great comments there. You said one thing that really, that really rings out true. Um, you said, I think, uh, it would have worked out better 
if they did some sort of pull on this idea with the fans first. You know what? You're 100% right. I think that would have worked out a lot better. And I also want to say um, thank you very much when you said uh, also just want to say be safe uh, at work with all those uh, stupid people acting like they just do whatever they want. Like, I appreciate the sentiment, and um, thank you very much. Um, so, yes, I will I will attempt uh, and remain to be safe at work. I do ap- appreciate you uh, you saying that, of course. Um, and, of course, for the, for the email, it was... Uh, um, I'm sorry. I just I lost my my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so thank you very much, Trayloth. Uh, well well written. I love getting these emails. Keep them up, guys. Yeah, they are they are good. Um, guys, when you write an email to us, uh, if you if you don't want it, because you know uh, if we do a certain voice and 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 you say some serious things, we can understand how how maybe that that might be you know that might disappoint or offend you. Um, you know, if you really, if you feel one way or the other, if you really want us to do a voice with your email, or if you don't want us to just let us know and and we'll, we'll be sure to, to do that. Um, not that we got anything saying, you know, Hey, you read my email and I feel like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now we never got anything like that, but you know, uh, someone might, and we might say it the wrong way and it could, it could rub someone the wrong way and we want to avoid that. So, so one way or the other, if you want us to do it, if you don't want us to do it, just let us know. Um, otherwise we'll, we'll do whatever we want. Of course, (laughs) 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 you know, there it is. Uh, all right, guys, that is, that is the end of our show. Uh, where do you, where do you get the show? You're listening, uh, one way. Well, there's other ways to get us. And that is through iTunes. Of course, the, uh, the Stitcher radio app, which you can download on your, on your Android device by going to stitcherradio.com. Uh, you can listen to us on questgamingnetwork.com. Also, of course, elderscrollsofftherecord.com. And YouTube, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Uh, not too sure about this episode. We're going to do everything I, everything we possibly can in order to make sure that this hits YouTube as well. But at this point, who knows? Um, where to find us? Questgamingnetwork.com as well as Facebook. Facebook.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can send this show a tweet at Elder Scrolls OTR. You can catch up with us on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash questgamingnetwork and live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. Our next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record will be May 13th. Wednesday, May 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, next episode of Classic is actually going to be tomorrow, Thursday, May 7th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And let's not forget Mark's stream of Battlespire that will continue on Mondays. Don't forget uh, the, that is a uh, very Friday strange thing. I'm sorry, what was that, Liz? Don't forget the Friday night uh, stream. Yes, thank you. Um, as a reminder, Friday night, every Friday, is going to be Dancing with Daggers the uh, Daggerfall Covenant stream led by the one and only Rob Rage Philosophy himself, including uh, ESOTR uh, guild members will be, will be there. Uh, check, check that out. It's going to be a good time for sure. Um, final thoughts from our host. Let's start with Liz. What's that? <laughs> I want to be Empress. <laughs> and Roberto. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. And Mike. Goodbye. I wouldn't want to be a Varwin's computer tonight. No. <laughs> no. No one. No one wants 
to be my computer tonight. When when we log off, my computer and I are going to have a very long and hard discussion about behaving during the stream. Aww. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, hey, listen, uh, chat room, thank you for hanging out with us. We sure we, we can understand this is probably a frustrating stream to watch. Uh, we'll try and pull it all together for the YouTube and, of course, the podcast. So at least um, playback will be much more enjoyable and entertaining and probably not as tedious. Uh, to my host, listen, um, tough show, but you guys uh, did not fail in making it a good and entertaining one. I appreciate you sticking with me throughout the uh, entire course of this episode. I will do everything I can to make sure that um, the quality is represented uh, in, uh, from, your, from, your, uh, from your entertainment as well. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us live. Thank you for listening to us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher Radio, questgivingnetwork.com, of course. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much for for watching us on YouTube. Please subscribe, uh, hit that like button. Um, And if you're watching us on, if you're listening to us on iTunes, a five star review goes a long way, my good friend. Uh, We would appreciate that, of course. Uh, so, so that is that is it. Have a great night, everyone. Of course, as I always like to say, take care, everyone. Be safe, and as always, may the force be with you. Liz wanted to get out of reading out loud so much. Pretty much. She bombed our computers. Now, that is how you get out of reading an email. You sabotage the Skype call. (laughs) Happening! I'll do whatever you need. (laughs) Liar! Liar! (laughs) I'm not. I'm your wife. You think I'm proud of my <laughs> impressions? <laughs> then you've got another thing coming. Who's all down?